7 o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity Ice Cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought, careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome to the weekend edition of uh, Conspiracy to Defraud the American Government with Kenny Pick. Wait, wait, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> that's Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, uh, broadcasting live on Indie Media Weekly Worldwide. Actually, no, that would be uh, Conspiracy to Defraud the United States, I believe is that. Uh, that's what uh, Paul Manafort and uh, Rick Gates are facing right now. Isn't that fun? So... Uh, <laughs> oh, how the worm has turned. And of course, joining me, <laughs> joining me as always, <laughs> that sinister laugh you hear comes all the way from Scranton, Pennsylvania, the electric city. Welcome, sir. We're a victim. We're, we're guilty of a conspiracy, too, to bring back Vice President Joseph Biden. Oh, I like that. The conspiracy theory. That's a good one. That's the best one I've yeah. heard yet. And uh, oh. Rain, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog, Washington, D.C., or Four Freedoms Brog. Oh. <laughs> Four Freedoms Brog. Brog. It's like a brogue. Oh, can we bring... Can, oh, yes. Oh, 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 yes. Oh, Joe Biden, yes. <laughs> yes. Hi, everybody. Howdy. I'm pretty sure that right now Bill Gates is like, look, the only thing that I pro, you know, procured was Apple's... Anyway, that fell apart yeah. in my head. Oh, okay. I know that Stop feeling. Stop spreading lies Sorry. Bill Gates <laughs> has been charged in the past with taking a- um, Apple's, um, their visual, you know, their desktop look. Yeah, yeah. It was a good joke in my head. Let's just move on. Bill Gates okay. is not related to Rick Gates. Moving along. Uh, yes, in Russia... Joke tell you. Yes. Russia tell me joke. Russia tell me joke bad and not translate. Tell yeah. me false news. Uh, in Mother Happy Russia. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. In Mother Russia, dope, dope, uh, dopes you up. <laughs> so, um, Wednesday, Thursday, a- Friday. Indictment, indictment, indictment. Yeah. So many, so many. Boom. I'm losing track. It's like Oprah's handing the suckers out. Um, so, uh, they're a joke, a joke connected. Um, so, uh, <laughs> I was trying to make a joke about the, the Russian athlete who wore the, the shirt that says doping. I do not. And then, um, <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> she got busted for doping. <laughs> uh, she better be careful. How about, how about the curler? The curling doping. The curler. Is doping. that a curling? Yeah. Doping? The curlers, the Russian yes. curler. Was How caught doping. Yes. What? What? To which my wife Barbara said, 
Why? To stay awake? Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Oh, but really? Okay. Barb I mean, earning. I know uh, people like. She yeah. deserves. Yeah, she deserves. Earning the first rim shot of the night. So congratulations. I know that people <laughs> like curling, but curling isn't that dope. I mean, it's, it's shuffleboard on, on slate slippery on ice. surface. Shuffleboard yeah, on ice. Old plate joke. Ice. It, it, it sounds like it's something from the seventies. Shuffleboard on ice. You know? Yeah. I mean, it's like it's mm. like large scale air hockey. Yeah, you with know? a broom, but but slower. <laughs> and cat can tell you, cat kicked my ass one time at air hockey. By the way, uh, I love air Columbus. Hockey. She whipped my ass, man. It was embarrassing. Um, uh-huh. So I was never. I'm never. But again, it's a testament to me sucking at all athletics. Um, so, uh, except I did do okay in the big wheel race. I did all right in that. Um, uh, but anyway, uh, yeah. Welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, CPAC is going on right now. And for our listeners, uh, pleasure, none will be played except for one clip from CPAC. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, thank you. And, um, I don't know if you guys gonna... do, but what? I literally, the other day I woke up, I smelled something in the air. And I mm. realized I can see CPAC from my house. Yeah, CPAC. Oh, no. You, yeah. You can almost it's spell crap really with CPAC. Honest to good, that's really the truth. I mean, I go to the front porch, and there it is. C-crap. Uh, <laughs> it's uh, like there's sewage in the Potomac. Sure is. Um, and in the White House. Just raw sewage everywhere. So this is the one clip I'm going to play for everybody from CPAC because it was uh, Trump gave a speech where you could tell he was just longing for the days of the campaign trail. And he he, bust, he was sweating to the oldies. Uh, you know, he uh, <laughs> uh, said, uh, oh, you know, they said that I'm not going to build the wall. And... I am, and they said that I wouldn't, so I'm going to build it 10 feet taller. And, you know, just dumb shit like that. But yes, of course. So. Sweating to the oldies. Yeah. Thank you, Richard Simmons. Um, oh, you know. <laughs> Poor Richard. Poor Richard. So, Damn. But yeah, so, uh, well, actually, it was sharting to the oldies uh, uh, for Trump. Uh, <laughs> and uh, that is that is a, an exercise workout video nobody would pay for. So, uh, but then again, uh. that that might be the title of uh, the, there might be a sequel to the Russian P-tape called Sharting to the Oldies. Um, <laughs> uh, I would do anything for Borscht. <laughs> I hope it doesn't come. Golden showers. I hope it doesn't come with a sniff and scratch or scratch oh, it. Uh, oh gosh, no, <laughs> no, 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 yeah, that's uh, that's. Uh, but yeah, so so, but that's my idea for a video though. It would be shart into the oldies, uh, uh, subtitled. Uh, I would do anything for borscht, but I won't do that. So, uh, <laughs> so. Uh, you know what? You know, that's I looked a bullshit. up borscht. I, uh, uh, I looked borscht up, yeah, the other day, and it's not appealing. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah, soon. It looks yes. like a turd in red sauce. Yeah. Uh, could be. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. Turd in a punch bowl. Doesn't borscht contain beets? Yeah. Yes. I, I honestly. Or is it rutabagas, I, yes. or, is it rutabagas yes, and turnips? 
it's it's, it's a sour soup. It's a sour. I just, I, I, soup. I'm gonna, I'm gonna full disclosure sure here. We mentioned those three root vegetables tonight. Oh, oh yes, turnips, rutabagas, and uh, I, I'll, I'll, I'll uh, you know, I, I, yeah, we got chastised uh, for not mentioning uh, root vegetables on this program because <laughs> yes. apparently the show yes, is literally called Turnip the Night. Uh, <laughs> yeah, turnip. So it's, it's beets. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then because the, I personally love mashed turnips. Yeah, uh, I like. Uh, I, liked, like I like. I like in. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was just. I like mashed uh, potatoes with uh, with uh, turnips. It's called neats and tatties. It's uh, that's it's an Irish thing. Oh, but go ahead, uh, rutabaga. Know that, but I also like rutabaga in my stew. So there, we've corrected that problem. There, there on good. Twitter. But I know one of the fans of the Tim Coromal show was was really bringing you to task. I know. Can you pick? I know. I, and, and, um, we're Bart, Bart, the Bart the Bear. Bart the Bear. Bart the Bear okay. was absolutely was hope- was letting you have it. I know. Give I, me I, the what for. Sir. Give me the what for. I, know. I was. We correct that. Yeah. I think we did. I think we did. And I, for a full disclosure, I'm going to tell everybody right now. I love beets. Um, and I, I actually like yeah, borscht. I, I just love making fun of uh, Trump cultists and saying, uh, enjoy the borscht, Boris, or whatever. <laughs> enjoy the borscht, I've comrade. Never had, I've never it's had good. borscht, but it, it, did, it, it didn't look good. <laughs> it's, it, it is. <laughs> Laying you know. there on a Wikipedia picture, yeah. it doesn't do anything. There's some actually Fun. good good Turnips Russian food. They do some interesting stuff with potatoes and mushrooms too. Didn't mean to take us off from where we were going, but I felt well, the need to correct oh, that. I don't like being chastised, and so this is an error that has been forgiven. And you know what? So the next time, bear that, the bar. As John, bark, as John Kelly said today, to this whole show yeah. is off the rails. Yes, and I, I'm just, I just want to say this right now: we have our root vegetable conversation under the bridge. Small victory. There we go. Uh, moving right along. Uh, <laughs> so uh, the clip from CPAC I want to play for everybody. Uh, uh, Trump is is uh, he's uh, it, yeah it, we we all knew this. He's nuts. And and this clip I, th- I, I at first I wasn't going to play it, but then I decided it's right on so many levels to play this. By the way, what a nice picture that is. Look at that. I'd love to watch that guy speak. Oh, I should have given a little more setup. He decided to look at the monitors, the big screens yes. of him doing the speech, and he's admiring himself doing it. And he does this creepy little pantomime thing with his hands where he's like patting around his hair and everything like that. And it's so creepy and weird. Yeah, totally alpha male Trump cultists. Totally alpha male there. <laughs> you know, whatever the fuck that yeah. is. But yeah, so he does he does his little spin, pivots around, shows off his little his little wig. Um, you know, a little comb over, yeah. whatever you have, and and you know, and More. he's like, "Boy, I sure love looking at myself. I love to look at that guy talk about shit. He's so cool. Oh, yeah. What a nice picture that is. Look at that. I'd love to watch that guy speak. <laughs> oh, boy. Let's see. Probably the most honest in years. Yeah." I try like hell to hide that ball spot, folks. I work harder. Doesn't look bad. Hey, we're hanging in. We're hanging in. We're hanging in there, right? Together, we're hanging in. Okay, so this is the reason why I wanted to play that clip, because he said he works hard to cover up that bald spot. All right. You know what? If that is called hard work, then we know why you suck so (laughs) bad as a president. 
because yes. that is the biggest bullshit comb over nastiness um you know i i've ever seen and you know and and it, again if you think that's what hard work is if that's your definition then i i fully understand why you're such a piece of shit potus post potus so hard work is lifting his arms above his shoulders and behind um, his head yeah that i little- think he, he considers that exercise so he doesn't like yeah. it Sure, sure. You know, he doesn't have to bend over for that because you know what happens when he bends over to do, uh, you know, uh, any kind of exercise. Yeah. He loses. He loses his happy meal. Yeah, yeah. and then of course right the, all the all the the you know brain damage seal Trump cultists arp 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 yeah arp arp oh, you know yeah, clapping. Yeah. They sounded oh. like they were at a Justin Bieber contest. Squee concert. Yeah. Yeah. Justin Bieber had, had a Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber had a better comb over than him at one point. So remember that little swooshy do that Justin had when he first came out, and I was like, "That's a cute little girl." Uh, <laughs> sorry. Um, True. What? I, I saw I saw his picture. Uh, no, I, I'm not. Uh, I'm not trying to be an asshole or anything, but I saw a big picture of Justin Bieber when he first came out, like in Target or something, and I was like, "Is I, I was like." Who I was like, do you know who that girl is, Susan? And she was like, it's Justin Bieber. I was like, oh, oh, oh okay, I see it now. So, you know, I thought the same when I first saw Menudo in the 80s. All right, give me a break. Um, so, they were all very pretty, pop pretty stars, young boys. Yeah, pop stars are it's always gender benders. Pop stars are gender benders. Yes. It happens. It's fine. Um, uh, but, uh, but anyway, yeah. So, uh, wow. I went down the Bieber hole today. That's interesting. Um, Bieber. so <laughs> when we're talking about Trump, we bring up well, the Bieber hole, you know, and, so. and of course, well, you know, I actually, uh, uh, on my lunch break today, a couple of videos, uh, uh, you know, how you go to your YouTube front page and it gives you recommended videos. A couple of those celebrity jeopardies from SNL showed up and the one with Kate McKinnon as Justin Bieber was on. And I watched that, and I and I when I watched that, I was like, she has similar mannerisms that she does for for Bieber as she does for Jeff Sessions, which I thought was pretty interesting. That she kind of goes to the same place, <laughs> you know. That's true. So, uh, <laughs> uh, so it was kind of funny, but anyway, that was the that was the Trump clip. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> um, so Kat says, way so to backpedal that, today. Kenny. Kat says, way to backpedal that, Kenny, about Justin Bieber. I thought he looked like a little girl. He looked adorable. There's nothing wrong with that. I don't think there's anything so. wrong with that. I he, it, I don't either. I, I mean, I'm not I'm not gender shaming anybody. No, when kids I, are I'm a certain... Yeah. Seriously, when, when there's, like, kids are a certain age and they're all kind of, like, round-faced and rosy-cheeked, you know, depending on the haircut, it's kind of tough to say. So, um... But anyway, but did uh, you notice today? I listened to a couple of clips. I did not watch him, but I did listen to clips that came out. He yeah. was so happy. Oh, he was to, elated. He really was. I mean, he was just like, I'm amongst my people. And um, he just really, he was happy. That's because yeah. he was like a pig rolling in his own shit. Yeah. Or he was happy, a Nazi happy among a his own Nazis. Yeah, you know, I mean, he's happy. He's happy there. I'll tell yeah. you who's losing it, though, is Wayne LaPierre. He he has totally lost it. Oh, yeah, him and Dana wrote. That man needed a straitjacket. I mean, don't. I'm glad you're not playing any of his shit. Oh, no, but none of that. 
Oh my god, that man's speech was like it wasn't even off the wall. There was no walls. It was well, like he here. was bouncing off. Here, I, I got a great clip for you. Um, this is Michael Nutter, former uh, mayor of Philadelphia. Uh, he was on a panel on CNN last night. This is what he said about Lapierre's, uh, Pepe Lapierre's uh, uh, speech. Uh, first of all, that, that was uh, 30 minutes of just verbal vomit uh, from Wayne Lapierre, who clearly demonstrated that he has no concern uh, for those young people at that particular school or any others. They're, those, as you point out, are the loudest uh, voices, uh, and they're not opportunists. They are survivors, and they're talking about their own lives. Maybe he missed the CNN town hall last night. So it's clear from that speech, uh, that, you know, wandering all over the place, uh, you know, European socialists, and, you know, I, I'm from West Philly. I'm not a European socialist. So it's clear that the letters NRA actually stand for no real answers. Uh, he put nothing mm -hmm. forward. Uh, he refused to recognize the power and the death and destruction that comes uh, from the weapon of choice, the AR-15 in particular, and others like it, with no explanation as to why someone uh, should actually have to have uh, a military-style weapon in the first place as a civilian. So, yeah, uh, with that, that deserves uh, an amen uh, indeed. But, yeah. yeah, amen. Michael Nutter. Amen. Yeah, uh, 30 what minutes else, of verbal vomit. What else does he vomit. have now that... What else does he have now that Obama clearly didn't take his guns? I, I, oh, he came off with, he touched on everybody. George Soros, it was crazy. leftist I, socialist, European Saul, socialists, Saul Alinsky. No, he didn't mention, no, he missed him. He missed no, Saul Alinsky. I heard him mention Saul Alinsky. But he talked about European socialists, a wave of socialism coming, and they're going to, turn america's uh, upside down and turn us into a socialist country and it's sure. all being financed by george soros yeah and the totally. first thing they're going to do is take their your guns away but before they leave your house they're going to shoot you with your own gun it was crazy and it was know, nuts it was you crazy know, but you know the thing about he even went off on immigration you know the one thing about wayne lapierre's speech is it was a hundred percent true except for everything he said <laughs> <laughs> to share uh, except yeah <laughs> except for every last word he it, said it, it, that was it was the the pieces that i heard it was it, it it was not based in any reality no and i feel like you know dude you're that you're the vice president of this entire organization why aren't you defending your organization instead of villainizing every literally Everybody everything else, else. And we've seen, well, we, for the NRA, even I mean, before they want a country of just NRA people, even before this, this, uh, latest massacre, what was the NRA doing? They were putting out videos, Dana, Dana Lash, Dana Roach. I like that. You call her Dana Roach. Um, joke. <laughs> yeah. Um, Dana funny. Roach, uh, she, um, she put out the video. We're going to fight back with a clenched fist because they call us Nazis or something, you know, whatever that horrible ad was. We played it on the show before. I'm not going to play it again. Um, and uh, then they had the the one recently where it has a compilation of unfavorable news stories about Trump and then some SNL clips and maybe some late night shows making fun of Trump. And then the douchebag that has a shirt on that says uh, socialist tears. You know, he takes it, you know, of course, we're the crybabies, but you're the ones having a tantrum and destroying a television with a sledgehammer, not even a gun. 
you know, but this is what they're doing. They've become a they've become a propaganda uh, outlet, you know, even more so than Fox News, honestly, uh, for for the Trump cult, you know, and, and so you know it's it's no wonder. Uh, you know, and I don't know if you saw any of this, but um, from CPAC, uh, uh, you know, I hate Geraldo Rivera with a with a passion, but Ugh. but he at CPAC he got the shit boot out of him by the crowd because he was saying, you know, whoa, we got to do something, and then he was he, he like gonna threw his hands at the crowd like ah forget you, you know. At one point they were just booing the shit out of him. It was hilarious. Um, but, uh, you know, but not, you know, everybody at CPAC, they're just like, you know, guns, 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 freaks, all horrible yeah. people. They are freaks. Um, yeah. but you know, I gotta say I when CPAC literally was a, a gathering of just, it was, it was benign. Mm-hmm. It was benign to a certain extent where it was a gathering of conservatives, yeah. which is fine. You don't have to agree with conservatives, but it was a gathering of them. In the past, like, I don't know, let's call it the Obama decade, the way Lon, uh, LaPierre did, they have gone off the rails. I mean, you remember last year they had Richard Spencer. They mm-hmm. kicked out Milo. This year yeah. they had Gorka, who is pretty much a Nazi, everybody. Yeah, yeah. they, they yeah. booted Dinesh D'Souza, um, disingenuous douchebag. Um, uh, but yeah, he, these because, are crazy people. Yeah. Yeah. They really are. But uh, seriously, it was, it was funny because when I was watching that little clip, uh, uh whatever clip I watched, I, I watched a couple clips from CPAC, not enough to even care, but every time it panned to the audience, it's just like, you know, put your sunglasses on. <laughs> oh, it's white out there. <laughs> I mean, uh, it white was, out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, seriously, uh, visibility, visibility is, down to four tenths of a mile. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, the Trump's guy was there. Huh? Blacks for Trump's guy. Remember the guy? Oh, that black oh, guy who's that dancing? guy that he belongs there. to like yeah, the crazy death cult. He's like, yeah, he was there. Yeah. Well, I, I gotta say, call it partly cloudy or partly sunny. I don't no, know. Barely. Um, but uh, <laughs> so uh, it's like a, a sesame seed in the desert. Um, uh, but uh, so yeah, here we go. Uh, I, I want to. It's, it's no wonder Trump has been looking for a safe space. Uh, CPAC couldn't have come soon enough for him because uh, the, the this story, and I'm sure there will be others like this, and if you hear what any of the survivors of Parkland, and you will hear from them tonight because I have a bunch of the town hall clips, um, and we'll start with those when we get in the next segment. But before we do that, um, Samantha Fuentes, a girl that was shot uh, in both of her legs and has a piece of shrapnel lodged behind her, one of her eyes, um, she says, uh, this is from Joseph A. Wolfson on Mediaite, Parkland survivor on phone call with Trump. I've never been so unimpressed by a person in my life. <laughs> she says, uh, it, uh, the article, uh, very short, says a Parkland shooting survivor uh, spoke out about the conversation she had over the phone with President, mm, sorry, with Fat Donnie. Samantha Fuentes... <laughs> Samantha Fuentes, who was shot in both legs and has a piece of shrapnel lodged behind her right eye in the mass shooting at South Florida High School, was recovering in the hospital when she received a phone call from Trump. And according to a report from the New York Times, she was underwhelmed with their exchange. He said, I heard that I was... uh, (laughs) Oh, no, I'm sorry. This is her words. I can't do the Trump voice. He said "I heard that... uh, 
he said he heard that I was a big fan of his. And then he said, I'm a big fan of yours, huh. too. And then she says, she says, I'm pretty sure he made that up. She said after being discharged from the hospital, talking to the president, I've never been so unimpressed by a person in my life. He didn't make me feel better in the slightest. She added that Trump uh, uh, referred to the gunman as a sick puppy and said, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, like seven times. Fuentes previously appeared for an interview on the Today Show calling on legislators to take action in response to the shooting that sent her to the hospital and killed 17 others. So, Who says that? I heard you're a big fan of mine. I'm a big fan of yours. Rain, Rain, this I hear you. I hear you. Justin Bieber. I hear you. I hear you. I have I that written down. You wrote down. that down, didn't you? I have yep, that written down, written down to remind myself to say Damn I hear it. you. Damn it! Yeah, he is. He has no empathy switch. No, none. No, and uh, on that, uh, I hear you, um, uh, Ali Velshi. Ha- <laughs> <laughs> Ali Velshi uh, had Allie. had another Parkland uh, survivor on the show. Uh, he was one of the the uh, young men at the White House for that listening session. This is Sam Zeef or Zeif. I don't know how to say his last name. I'm assuming it's Zeif. Um, but he was on with Ali Velshi and uh, had this to say. I heard what you were talking about yesterday with the president. Uh, do you get some sense that you were heard and that you've been heard in this, this whole matter? Is there some sense that there will be some work to fix uh, what happened last week? Well, I know I was heard because I saw it on Trump's little card. At, I hear you. <laughs> but oh. I don't think I was felt by him. And honestly, I'm confident seeing the impact that my group and I and the other people at the White House have made since yesterday gives me a lot of confidence in us. A lot more than I had the day before. I have a lot of confidence in all of you, too. The student leaders uh, from Parkland and just, you know. Just all of them are doing a fantastic job. I was I was really touched uh, at the CNN town hall. You know, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna give the uh, there, there's the one kid uh, Colton Hobb I think is his name. He's the one like mm. I'm assuming his parents are probably Trump fans, right? Yeah, he I showed, up on, yes. showed up on showed up on showed up on MSNBC and claimed that. He was being coached by CNN uh, or given a scripted answer. Um, Speaking of another, and and he went on to like Tucker Carlson's mm-hmm. show, and and Tucker, of course, gives all oh, the worry face, the worry face that Tucker always gives. Um, yeah, and claimed he was a real journalist. <laughs> so Tucker Carlson, I'll give you a rim shot for that. Uh, that's cute. That's really adorable, Tuck. Um, uh, <laughs> Tuck's medicated pads. Um, and, uh, so you know what they're for. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> something like that. But anyway, so, uh, but I want to say this about that kid. You know what? I, yeah. Just show us, show us the stuff. Show us that, you know, what exactly happened. Show us your original. Cause he said he wrote a long speech. One thing I will say about most of the kids there, 
most of the, especially the ones on stage, they didn't have long speeches. They had short questions. And I think maybe the producers, in the sake of trying to move things along, wanted to kind of grind down and say, what's the one thing you really want to ask? And if they did, if they, if they reworded the questions, you know, I saw kids reading off of different pieces of scrap paper. Uh, There was one, one girl that read off of her phone. You know, there was an, uh, a mm-hmm. woman who read from a sheet of paper she had. You know, I don't think there was anything uniform about this. There were people who spoke off the cuff, you know. Well, did you see the, the producers uh, of CNN's producers reply to this? I did what, see what that. She said. They denied it, right? She said she said that that they originally, he contacted them and, and said he, he had a long speech he wanted to give. And apparently it had supporting, you know, teachers having guns and stuff. Uh, And and they said, no, we, you know, that's, you know, we have to cut it down. Yeah. Yeah, At which point, at which point the father promptly pulled him from appearing. Yeah. So, uh, so, you know, I I, I don't want to put this kid down. You know, you're coming from where you're coming from. I get it. There's a lot of people in this country, but there's a lot more people at his school that uh and obviously from that crowd that was there here's the thing that town hall was not a platform for pro-gun voices no, period it, cer- it certainly story. wasn't yeah so uh it, but uh but yeah so anyway we got to go to the break but i did did want to mention that because it was kind of bothering me because i saw people out there kind of trashing the kid and it's like don't trash him i think i honestly think that he's kind of a product of his environment and you know and his dad mm. probably, you know, his parents probably, you know, ape the the NRA talking points. And you know what? All right. That's fine. That's that's how that's how you're being raised and, you know, uh but you know, it's it's painfully obvious that uh most people do not dis- do not agree with uh that, you know, the NRA um way of life or way of We death. also right. can see falsehoods. Yeah. I'm not calling the kid a liar. I'm not. But I saw that clip too, and I felt like no, something doesn't seem right here. It doesn't. It doesn't pass my bullshit meter. No. Agreed. Agreed. So anyway, by the way, before uh, before we go, remind me on the other side of the break to tell an an Ali Velchi story from today. Okay. Uh, All right. All right. Sounds good. Uh, But yeah, we're going to hit the break. We'll be right back right after this with lots more. Turn up the night, the weekend edition, right after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Occasionally I get a jerk like you here, so thank you. KennyPick.com.
Hi, I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santors, a co-host and head mechanic of The Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Hey, this is Brad Friedman from Bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Hey, I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are from the bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they've killed Kenny, you bastard! What a worth it's showtime! Welcome back to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, and i got to read this uh, comment from Trojan Rabbit. Uh, he says, ooh, did Mueller file additional charges against Manafort today, including mentioning those wonderful words, seek forfeiture of, of, of uh, other property in, of, of said defendant? And then he says, ha, 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 fucked. So, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> Manafucked. Manafort is Manafucked. I, I truly believe he is. And of course, welcome back to the show, Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington, D.C. Hello. Hello. I was thinking about skipping the show tonight and dropping off a dozen roses at Manafort's condo. In oh. <laughs> you know what? I, I black, would, I would black fully. Black roses, I hope. I, I would fully endorse that. Uh, and, of course, uh, Joe Santorza, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. You uh, said you wanted to mention something about Ali Velshi? Yeah, because it's sort of off topic with the kids, but uh, it had to do with the CPAC thing today. Yeah. I, for those of you who heard the the uh, the speech that, that Trump gave, he Which was he basically him throwing up diarrhea out of his mouth. 
but but he recited a poem called the snake oh this oh my (laughs) god this this i miss this no i'm glad he's bringing this ali ali velci really went off script (laughs) after that he was like first he had to fix his jaw in the bosom yeah and it's about a woman who finds a frozen snake on her way to work. She takes it in. She she nurses it back to health, and it bites her and kills her, which is supposed to be an allegory about immigrants and what they do to America. Oh. And do, he's told do you believe this? this? He told this so, on the campaign trail, Joe. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, he, he, he said, remember I gave this on the campaign yeah. trail? Yeah, you were an asshole then, and you're an asshole now. So this is what Ali Velci had to say. He said, and I quote, the snake, by the way, is the immigrant. For those of you who didn't think being called coming from a shithole country was not bad enough, I am an immigrant, and I was happy for you to take me into a silk bosom or whatever it was. It's nonsense. That kind of talk about immigration is offensive nonsense. I'm not saying that as a journalist and MSNBC employee, I'm saying it as an immigrant who is a citizen of America. It is offensive nonsense. That's that's kind of, yeah, I'll definitely uh, provide an uh, amen for that. Amen! I just post. posted the video. Uh, don't watch it now. Watch it after the show. Sure, it sure. Was, it but was it's worth watching. Serious. It, it really. Not that's, was, shit to me. Yeah, that's how, how, was, that's how people talk visibly, about Jews in the Holocaust. Yeah, yes. he was visibly upset. I mean, he was visibly upset. He has every right and to you be. Can, that's disgusting. Oh, yeah. It was. It was disgusting. Joe, I'm really glad you brought that up because I... I read about that myself, and I was like, wow, that's the kind of crap that they talked about with, with gypsies and, not, and, 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 and Jews and, and Polish people and, and, you know, gay people in Nazi That's how they talked about the others. Well, and, and you know, you know and this is... that to CPAC here in America. The better, the better allegory for this would be that uh, the, the America is the bosom, but the snake is the Tea Party that flew the Don't Tread on Me flag that embraced Trump, because that's what's happened. The snake has bit our, our nation and poisoned it, and that's how we got Trump. That's, that is far more accurate. Uh, you know, yeah, the, and we're the, fighting the, for our lives as a country. Yeah. I don't think exactly. that's unfair to say. We're no. fighting for our democracy we're fighting yeah well uh, uh, let's go ahead and uh, um uh because the, i have a long series of clips here um and uh th- this is from um i'll tell you what marco rubio a lot of people were like oh i give him credit for uh for going to this you know um the, the cnn town hall he gets he should get a lot of credit for this no no i give him credit he, he's um you know I posted it on my Facebook page uh, last night. Uh, I retweeted um, something from um, uh, the, who's the guy? He, uh, uh, I know his name. It, it, he's he's got the same name as a famous director. Um, but he he does a pod save us all. I think John Favreau uh, tweeted. Um, 
Uh, let's see. In the wake of Sandy Hook, 54 senators supported Obama's push for stronger background checks, including four Republicans. Marco Rubio was not one of them. So, speaking of snakes, um, so Marco Rubio went uh, and uh, he got into an interaction with uh, Fred Guttenberg, whose daughter, Jamie, uh, unfortunately was was murdered in uh, the Parkland uh, massacre um, by the their the NRA poster boy, whose name will not be mentioned here. NRA, you assholes! None of us revel revel in mentioning any any killers' names. Um, and uh, this was some powerful stuff, and really kind of showed everybody who Marco Rubio was. And Rubio, again, speaking of snakes, looked like he wanted to crawl out of his skin. Looked like I'm surprised they're probably. If you look around there uh, at that uh, the coliseum or, or you know uh, arena where that was you could probably find a, a perfect uh, perfectly shed uh husk of rubio laying somewhere in a dumpster uh because he is a snake and again he um th- he really showed who he was at this thing senator rubio i just listened to your opening and thank you i want to like you here's the problem and I'm a brutally honest person, so I'm just gonna say it up front. Yes, sir. When I like you, you know it, and when I'm pissed at you, you know it. Your comments this week and those of our president have been pathetically weak. I like that guy. So, you and I are now eye to eye, because I want to like you. Look at me and tell me guns were the factor in the, the hunting of our kids in this school this week. And look at me and tell me you accept it and you will work with us to do something about guns. Um, I'm not, first of all, what I, let me explain what I said this week, and I'll repeat it. I'll repeat what I said, and what I said, and then I'm going to tell you what we're going to do. We're going to talk about guns, and we're going to talk about what I said this week, and here's what I said. I said that the problems that we are facing... Let, let, let him speak. I think we need to hear it. I'm saying that the problems that we're facing here today cannot be solved by gun laws alone. No. They can't be solved by gun laws alone. That is true. But you need to start with gun laws. Thank you. It's a big piece. And Marco Rubio didn't say that this week. No. He didn't say that. He said this is complicated. And we don't know what happened. (laughs) Yeah. that's, That's always so fucking maddening when they say that. Um, but and yeah. then, he, then he tried, he tried to, this guy's daughter, by the way, had her spine severed by one of those bullets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I have the, the full interaction with, with both of them. So, uh, uh, let's, let's go ahead and, uh, listen to clip two. I'm going to tell you what we've done already and what I hope we'll do moving More forward. Guns. 
Nothing. I can tell you what you've done yeah. already. You've done nothing. You've done nothing. You, you did nothing after Sandy Hook. You're not going to do anything okay. now because, right. the as we'll find out later when he talked to one of the survivors, we'll find out uh, uh, that'll probably be when Bobber's mm-hmm. on. He's asked about taking NRA contributions. I don't think his answer will surprise you. But, um, uh, yeah, so, uh, anyway, part two. I'm going to tell you what we've done already and what I hope we'll do moving were forward. Were guns the factor Absolutely. in the hunting of, of our course kids? course they were. And here's it's what the they, weapon of choice. Do, Can Fred. you say that? Number one, Fred, I, I absolutely believe that in this country, if you are 18 years of age, you should not be able to buy a rifle, and I will support a law that... I'm going to pause it right there. Right. You, you're totally right, Ray. He can't say it because the NRA won't let him say it. Thank you. It takes that right away. Fantastic. I will support. I will support the banning of bump stocks, and I know that the president has ordered the attorney general to do it. And if he doesn't, we should do it by law. That's a big zero. I will support changing our background system so that it includes more information than it includes now, and that all states across the country are required or incentivized to report all the information into it. And let me tell you what I've done already. In last year, when we came up with our budget in the Senate. I pushed for and got approved $50 million a year through the Sandy Hook Initiative to provide a threat assessment fund for for all states to be able to stand up in each of the school districts a way to identify people who could potentially do this and get ahead of it before it happens. I, I I support moving forward on that initiative and making it widely available for everyone around the country. Now, I think what you're asking about is the assault weapons ban. Yes, yes. No sir. Shit. So let me be honest with you about that one. If I believed that that law would have prevented this from happening, I would support it. But I want to explain to you why it would not. So, uh, oh, God. Yeah, that answer went I'm, over really well. Because hmm. that answer was bullshit. Oh, that, yeah. Everything he said there was bullshit because he did not listen to what the father actually asked. No. And he answered he asked a whole bunch of questions. I think what you're asking is yada yada yada. And so here's my answer, yada yada yada. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what he did not address the father. That's what she that he and uh Dana Roach uh both did. Um, you know, they they, they went off on all their NRA sponsored platitudes. Um, and talked down to people like everybody was stupid. Um, and, uh, yeah. And, and they, he got his ass handed to him in the end. Um, and, uh, but there's, there's more of this, but, um, I think what you're talking about is the assault weapons, man. And this is what we're talking about. This is the most maddening thing is when he decides to explain what, Oh yeah. The, the, the ban is. And, and yeah, I, I, I call I, it. He had a gun explain it. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so when tired of this stuff. I know, I know. And in so so, let's listen to this one, and then um, because I, I I got a lot of things to say about this one. Senator Rubio, my daughter, running down the hallway at Marjorie Stoneman yes, Douglas was shot in the back. Yes, sir. With an assault weapon, the weapon of choice. Yes, sir. Okay. It is too easy to get. It is a weapon of war. The fact that you can't stand with everybody in this building and say that, I'm sorry. Sir, I do believe what you're saying is true. No, he doesn't. I'm, 
I do believe what you're saying is true. I do believe what you're saying. He has, everyone, everyone, the senator has a right to be heard. I he's do an, believe he's what answering you're saying Mr. Gutenberg's question. Kinda. I do believe what you're saying is true. I believe that someone like this individual and anyone like him shouldn't have any gun. Not this gun, any gun. But I want to explain to you no for a moment shit. the problem with the law that they call the assault weapons ban. And if you'll give me and indulge me for a minute to explain to you the problem. First, you have to define what it is. If you look at the law and its definition, it basically bans 200 models of gun in this country, about 220 specific models of gun. Good, good. Yay. But it allows legal 2,000 other types of gun that are identical. Identical. In the way that they function, in the, how fast they fire, in the type of caliber that they fire, in the way they perform, they are indistinguishable from the ones that become illegal. And the only thing that separates the two types, the only thing that separates the two types is if you put a plastic handle grip on one, it becomes banned. If it doesn't have a plastic handle grip, it does not become banned. So let me explain, if I may, just for a moment more. Are you saying, what the problem are you, saying the you will start with the 200 and work your way up? I would say, I would explain Yay. to you what has happened. I'll, I'll, it's a place to start. We can do that. Well, All right. Here's what I want to say. I, I wonder how it is that 200 guns, if this is even true, what Rubio is saying, if the 200 guns that do the same exact thing as those 2,000 other guns just because of a little piece of plastic, even if that was true, who do you think drafted the wording of, of the definition of what weapons would be banned under this? Do you think it was? I'm going to go with the NRA. Yeah. Mm, you think so? I think so, too. Yeah. I, I so it was just... Maybe this is like what is that sound that game we used to play? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so, so my thing is okay. Well, you know what? It sounds like that bill's a piece of shit. And the next bill should involve two thousand two hundred guns that need to be banned because of your yeah. little fucking mm -hmm. plastic handle grip or whatever the fuck it is you're mm -hmm. talking about. No, whatever it is, if, if, if you know, no high capacity. Weapons, high cap uh, rename it. Don't call it assault weapons because these dicks are like, well, that's not an assault weapon. That's not a machine gun. That's not an automatic. That's not a semi-automatic. All right, right, I got a better name. Three words: weapons and four words: weapons of mass destruction. Let's put forth yeah. a w WMD yeah. ban. You want a six shooter? You got a six shooter. There you go. I love listening to those old radio shows and watching those old TV shows. We're like, well, I. How many bullets do you think I just fired? You know, or, you know, Dirty Harry, you yeah. know, uh, do you feel lucky, punk? You know? Yeah. You yeah. know, did you count the, the the amount of bullets that came out? We can't count the amount of bullets now. You know? How are you going to fight yeah. against that? If Even if you you have a sidearm and you're a cop. You know, uh, you know. <sighs> and, if, and if removing the plastic makes the difference, then you make that illegal, too. Yeah, exactly. That's the, simple. Uh, if the gun does the same just, exact we're, thing, we're, it's the same gun, ban it. But we're still... Right. <sighs> right. If it's the same gun, right, Ken, ban it. Simple. Well, then you'll be banning over... Oh, well, you have the rest of the clip, right? Uh, we have the last, uh, yeah, the last the 45 seconds here. Let me, let me explain to you what's happened. So in New York, they have passed that ban. And you know what they've done? To get right around it, it took them 15 seconds to do it. They simply take the plastic 
tip off of it. They t just take the plastic grip off the front or the back. So we don't The stall. same gun, and it becomes legal. Performs the exact same way. So what my belief is, my belief remains that rather than continue to try to chase every loophole that's created, it's why it failed in 94, it's why they're getting around it now in California, it's why how they get it around it in, in New 94. York, is we instead should make sure that dangerous criminals, people that are deranged, cannot buy any gun of any kind. That's what I believe a better answer will be. Okay. Your answer speaks for itself. Thank you, Mr. Guttenberg. I appreciate what, your time. What were the warning signs, uh, what were the warning signs of the butcher in Vegas? None. And this, this goes to a point that I, I really want to make right now. People like this this dude in, in, in Parkland and that guy in Las Vegas, mm -hmm. they were not a criminal until they were a criminal. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And, and they so say they always talk the about these law abiding. Yes, this is where that right. fallacy it, it begins. Right. You're law abiding until you're not. Mm-hmm. Well, it doesn't it, work that way. Yeah, and it's it's like I always How about the said? kid that went into the church in in South Carolina. Yeah, he wasn't a criminal until then. He yeah, was right. a really really shitty person. He was right. an awful person. He was a racist. He was a Nazi, just like this kid down in Parkland. He was a terrible terrible person who probably should have been put or arrested for certain things. Yeah, but until they pulled the trigger. They're not criminals, and that no. is where that argument falls apart. Yeah, exactly, right. exactly. You know, and and as uh, you know, and we were talking about this. Uh, you know, Barb and I were talking about it. Uh, unless Tom Cruise is around and they have a pre-crimes division, you can't arrest people for crimes no. they might commit. Not, not in. in not this is yet a minority report. Yeah, not yet in you this country. You can't do I'd that say yet. Delicately. Yet. Yeah, I mean, in in rain uh, to to that point, isn't it all these freaks on the right who are always screaming? It's 1984 thought police. They want the thought police. Oh, you know. Uh, well, yeah. And you but know, they're the people the who ran to the defense of Ted Nugent and said he had freedom of speech, saying that he wanted Hillary Clinton to suck on his machine gun. And then, yes. you know, Obama should stick a machine gun up his ass or something like that. That was all free speech. Ted Nugent, these you know, are, is armed better than, you know, any of these mass killers. And and we're just all supposed to expect that, you know, say he's a good guy with a gun and have to hope he doesn't become a bad guy with a gun. Yes, I agree with all that. However, these are also the same people who were terrified of Obama taking their guns away before they became criminals. Yeah. These are very scared. I, I, I mean, I, Jesus, what Marco Rubio said there is ridiculous and it's incredibly anti-American. It really yes. is. We are a nation of laws. We pass laws to protect Americans. And it is damn time that we started passing laws to protect Americans from dying by a hail of bullets. It's really that simple. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I, okay, my voice is going up high because I'm getting hysterical, but, you know, drunk driving, we pass laws. Mm -hmm. um, people smoking in restaurants, no good, we pass laws. Yeah. I, I don't know. There's so many, there's so Wait. many examples of this. Let, let, me, let me give you one. Let, let me give you a, a quick thing. Does anybody know what a kinder egg is? 
Kinder oh egg. Oh my God! Kin- this Kinder is, egg. You, you know what? We should a talk Kinder, about this. Episode. A Kinder egg. I'll just tell everybody what it is real quick. A Kinder egg is a chocolate egg. It's a big one that you can buy um, in Canada. You can buy it in the UK. You can buy it in Germany. They originate in Germany. Kinder egg, and uh, it is a chocolate egg. They are delicious. And inside of this pla- chocolate egg is a plastic capsule, which is mm, roughly the size, a little bit smaller than a golf ball, I'd say. Um, and uh, it has a little toy that you put together inside the Kinder Egg. Um, those are illegal in the United States. They are illegal in the United States to have chocolate surrounding a plastic capsule with a toy inside of it. Now, mind you, you can go to a, one of those little crank machines and buy a, you know a little ring in a little capsule the same exact size, but if yep. there's chocolate around it, it's a deadly weapon, you know? Uh, so, so, I mean, but an 18 year old can go out and buy uh, a weapon of mass destruction, but Kinder eggs, it's a scourge on the nation. We Fucking should return crazy. to this after the break when Bob is back. Yeah. Well, we have lots. He yeah. And I have, we have a Kinder egg discussion. Okay. And it, All it's right. directly relevant to what you're talking about. All right. Very good. Very good. So, because uh, I was talking to Susan about it last night, because we used to get Kinder Eggs all the time. But we, we had a connection. Shh, ah. don't, don't tell anybody. We had an illegal black market Kinder Egg provider. <laughs> okay, uh, I understand. Uh, I brought some that, back th- that chocolate is delicious, might I add. <laughs> yes, it is. It really is. And actually, they they there are some Kinder products you can buy. I just bought Susan some. They're like like crisp rice Kinder bar things. They don't have a toy in them. It's just the chocolate. So, and I'm honest to be honest, I don't want those toys around anymore. Cats just bat them under the couch. Um, I do. So, I do want to talk about the Kinder eggs because this is will. really important. I we know will. it's not within the show, but no. Yeah, Bob and I have a story about the Kinder Well, eggs. let's Modern do that. Modern day, that, like that this will, the, Excellent. That will be uh, what we talk about then uh, w- w- as soon as we get Bobber on. And we'll get back. We have more audio uh, from the uh, the town hall and uh, some other odds and ends. And, of course, we'll, we'll try and talk a little bit more about the Manafort thing, uh, Manafort and Gates. I got a little audio for that. Uh, that's worth playing just because we can all do a little happy dance when we hear it. It was all just basically, basically kind of breaking news. Still waiting to get some of that expert analysis uh, from one of the, the round tables on the TV. But anyway, we're going to go ahead and uh, hit the break. We'll be right back with lots more Turn Up the Night and Bobber right after this. The only time I think I've ever been able to understand myself was on... Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Then things were really clear. This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's Gods and Monsters. Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. 
except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal. Some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal. And rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. And now, on with the show. I try like hell to hide that ball spot, folks. Stop I work hard. Stop lie and false and news. Focus for maximum picture quality, and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention, please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going, keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. A viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey, gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Welcome back to Turn Up the Night with Kinder Pick. Uh, <laughs> broadcasting live on Indie Media Weekly Worldwide. And, of course, uh, joining me, as always, on the program, uh, Joe Santorso, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City Welcome back, Joe. Does that mean inside you there's a little plastic toy? There is. Actually, there was a little uh, crystallized toy in my kidney the other day. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think I got it out, though. Uh, It was not fun to play with. Uh, Didn't bother fishing it out. (laughs) See, that's why they're illegal. (laughs) Yeah, see? And, of course, uh, uh, Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington, D.C. Welcome back. Rain? Yellow, yellow, yellow. Hi. hi. Welcome back, hi. Rain. Hi. 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 Right. Hi. I am. Just call me Rutabaga Rain. Rutabaga Rain. All right. Very good. And uh, last but not least, your bobber half, Bobber in DC from Four Freedoms blog. Hey, Bobber. Yay. Hello. <laughs> uh, welcome to the show. I, I hear um, uh, there's a, some Kinder Egg talk to be had on the program. The call is coming from inside the Kinder Egg. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Trace the call. It's coming from inside the house. The Kinder Egg. There you go. I tried to, <laughs> I tried to edit that on the fly there for you. Uh, yeah, so uh, what, what is this Kinder Egg talk? You, you, you got some in France? Is that what I, what I heard? I've I've gotten them in France and Germany and, of course, here stateside when they used to sell them here. Mm-hmm. Now, I've actually got a box... I mean, it's probably about a 12 by 12 inch by 12 inch box. It's almost full of Kinder Kinder Egg toys. Nice. I mean, I was I was sort of obsessed with them for a while, and we then of course they, they made it illegal. They made them illegal because the toy was inside the chocolate. Mm-hmm. But Kinder Eggs are back. I I, I think I know what you're talking about. Is it They've the, been redesigned, I yeah. guess, to get around the the the, the toy inside the chocolate design. Mm-hmm. So the egg is kind of splits in half, and on one side is the toy, and on the other side, instead of having like that hard shell chocolate, which was uh, amazing, uh, yeah. it's it's kind of a, it's more of a gooey stuff with like a, a couple of little crunchy nuggets in there, which is also delicious. 
but uh, different. You know, I kind of miss the old chocolate, but yeah. this is delicious too. And um, you know, they're the same uh, same wacky little toys. But I, you know, that, and you know, and for for all of those, all of uh, all of you out there who really enjoyed the toy surprise and Cracker Jacks or in cereal boxes and stuff like that, now all we get is fucking stickers and temporary tattoos. Yes. Um, right. So, but Kinder, it's a real toy. You assemble yourself a lot of times. You know, yep. I. You know, if we come down to your uh, your party, I'll I'll uh, see if there's any of the Kinder toys we have that Suze wants to part with, and I'll let you add them to your collection. <laughs> you know, I so. I used to have set up on my desk at the you know couple jobs back, but there were just way too many of them. I mean, I just couldn't find places for all of them. Um. Well, yeah. Me, you know. To me, the thing about these Kinder eggs, and and oh God, I was so excited when we were in in Europe and we found them. I, mm-hmm. I, I we snuggled. You know, we smuggled them home. Mm-hmm. I sent them to my nephew so he could experience what the real Kinder egg was. Yeah. But the thing is that th- that they're back. You see, they're back because the company decided to follow laws that we have on the books to prevent children from choking. And we could talk about choking and those those laws and whether or not they're smart or not, but mm-hmm. they managed to figure out how to repackage their product to meet the law. Yeah. Unlike anything the NRA wants to do. Well, I, and I think, you know, to get, get back, I, I kind of got the tail end. Well, actually, I heard the whole discussion, but the tail end of that discussion was uh, Rubio talking about how the the, uh, the the ban would only ban you know two hundred instruments because of a piece of plastic in the in the grip, and I think that's the problem with probably with how these laws are designed. They're they're written. You know, I, I think Joe, you said they're written by the um, or one of you said written by the uh, NRA. NRA. I think it's probably probably written by the gun manufacturers. Mm-hmm. Um, and true, um, you know, they they essentially you know put this this gaping loophole right in the middle of it, so that all they have to do is oh the law passed now we'll just change this one little thing and hey we're all legal again. Yeah, yes, you know? it, it has to. So it, I, so, yeah. it, I really I really think it has to come down to uh, you know capacity, you know firing capacity. Yeah, I think that's that's I, probably one yeah. of them. I think it's also the law just has to be written in such a way that it's there's no uh it's it's not as, as simple as just changing a piece of material mm-hmm. on on a, on a grip to get around it yeah. it has to be more general so that you know the uh the manufacturers don't have it quite so easy agreed agreed so yeah, i mean uh, yeah, it has to be has to work it can't you know be modified either you know just by changing a part or adding a part to make it go from semi-automatic to, to automatic sure. you know that's, that's and and you well, know any bump stocks just one one solution. There's there's plenty of other ways to do it, and I think that's it needs to be approached on a uh, functionality standpoint as opposed sure. to materials or, or design yeah. standpoint. And when they all and I like the way I was just going to say when all when all the uh, geo peers are like, look what we've done. We're looking about getting rid of bump stocks. That's that's nothing because that's such a simple modification. That, you know, all you're going to make somebody do is, you know, like I said, somebody could make one with a 3D printer. You know, you could whittle one NRA out of wood if you wanted. Support them. Oh, the oh. NRA doesn't want 3D printed guns. Oh, well, I'm just talking about the bump stock. I mean, because the bump stock is a, such a simple modification 
I mean, it's just. Yeah, I'm sorry, I didn't know. mean to jump in. I was just trying no. to find this. But yeah, because what what Bob is saying is he's right. Where they they pass these laws, and it's just like these simple things, these simple little things, so you can jump over here and be like, "Well, we got it." But bump stocks are nothing. That's easy to pass. Mm -hmm. The NRA isn't making money off of bump stocks. The NRA isn't going to make money off of three D guns. Yeah. Right. And and quite honestly, while a lot of people are out there celebrating the fact that Rick Scott says I support raising the gun the gun age to eighteen, the NRA really isn't going to make money off of that either. No. You know, although they I, do oppose that. Yeah, whatever they huh? oppose, whatever they oppose is what they don't make money off of. They they do oppose raising the limit, the age limit. Yeah. Oh yeah. Of course, I, I I suspect. Do they really? Or is oh, that they do. Be like one of these? They do because you're talking about taking away a huge. Uh, you know, uh, they they count on those kids turning eighteen to run out and buy guns if they live. In yeah, there's three that, years worth of uh, sales. Yeah, exactly. So you know, that's that's so you know millions and millions Scott of customers. A very very brave statement against the NRA. Even though, to me, to me, quite honestly, saying okay, you can, you, you, you've got to be twenty-one years old to buy a handgun, but you could be eighteen year old, eighteen years old to buy a long gun. Yeah, that's a brave statement from Rick Scott, and I, maybe I, I don't get it. But it's, the only brave statement is is for anybody who's like, "Yay, Rick Scott said something against the NRA." I don't think that's going to help. Well, I'll tell you what. Does that make I'll, sense, guys? It, I, I it is. It, it, here's the thing. I think it basically, I know what you're saying, because Rubio has said it, Trump said it, but he didn't mention it at CPAC because he knew he would have gotten booed. He said everything that they wanted to hear at CPAC. So, but this, this age limit, it's never going to happen. Uh, under uh, 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 as long as Republicans are in control, it's never going to happen. As long as Republicans are in control, they will say it. They it'll be a, a good talking point for them because they know if it goes through. Just judging on the reactions at CPAC, um, they know if it goes through that that this there there's there's a turning point right now for the Trump campaign. I'm sorry for the Trump campaign <laughs> for for this administration <laughs> for this administration and all Republicans who take money from the NRA. They they have campaigning. There there's there's two things that are going to happen right now. Is that they either do something and get you know raise the age limit, um you know and you know maybe even start banning certain things. And what will happen is that's something Obama didn't do, right? So now that that core base is going to be like, God damn, you lied to us. So they're not going to do that because Trump needs all the love he can, right? This is my prediction is, is that nothing's going to happen in that sense. Oh, bump stocks, bump stocks, bump stocks. We're, we'll crow about that all the live long fucking day. But... Um, you know, again, NRA doesn't make money for it. No big deal. You know, everybody's like, oh, sure. Yeah, great. Just get rid of that. Not the, the guns that, that, you know, uh, can be modified, but just that little chintzy piece of plastic. But the, the in reality, what's going to happen is they're not going to do, do anything. They're going to sit on their hands in this new generation uh, of, uh, you know, millennials and, you know, that, that are, are, you know, being very vocal because fortunately our generation 
uh, generations didn't have to endure this madness because guns like this weren't readily available when we were teenagers. You know, there was the NRA wasn't this huge. I mean, you know, they they started picking up a lot of steam in the 80s, but they weren't quite as big as they are now. So so idea really what's going to happen. And I'm, I'm not saying ideally, I, I don't. But what I predict is going to happen is that this is just going to feed into that blue tsunami that we've been hoping for. Because these kids are, that are out there, and I want to try and play some of the, the audio from uh, Cameron Kasky versus Marco Rubio. But what's going to happen is their energy is going to feed into this blue wave. And they're truly... And Cameron Kasky is the one, and I believe you played this on Resistor Sisters the other day. I think maybe we played it on our show, too. R- lots of great audio clips on Resistor Sisters from these the student leaders from Parkland, too. So you don't want to miss that after the show tonight. But... Uh, Cameron Caskey's like, I want to make this a badge of shame for anybody who takes mm-hmm. money from the NRA. And he confronted Marco Rubio on stage. It was intense. I it was this. It was intense. So here, here's part one. Well, in, uh, This is only about four minutes of audio in total, so hopefully we can get through it and uh, discuss before break. This isn't about red and blue. We can't boo people because they're Democrats and boo people because they're Republicans. Anyone who's willing to show change, no matter where they're from, anybody who's willing to start to make a difference is somebody we need on our side here. And this is about people who are for making a difference to save us and people who are against it and prefer money. So, Senator Rubio, can you tell me right now that you will not accept a single donation from the NRA in the future? Yeah, I tried to leave all the applause in this, but uh, would you be surprised if I told you Marco Rubio gave him the worst possible answer? <laughs> what? No. Really? No. What, oh, what, come on, don't let me. Shocking. Really? Yeah, it's it's. But yeah, oh. listen. This this is. I think Adam Hebert likes to to refer to twenty pounds of bullshit stuffed into a one pound bag. Um, uh, but, uh, yeah, something along those lines, but listen to this. So number one, the positions I hold on these issues of the second amendment I've held since the day I entered office in the city of West Miami as an elected official. Number two, no, the answer to the question is that people buy into my agenda and I do support the second amendment and I also support the right of you and everyone here to be able to go to school and be safe. And I do support (laughs) any law that would keep guns out of the hands of a deranged killer. And that's why I support the things that I have stood for and fought for during my time here. More NRA money? More NRA money? That that is the wrong way to look. First of all, the answer is people buy into my agenda. You can say no. I I, The influence of any group... We're going to be here all night. The influence of these groups comes not from money. The influence comes from the millions of people that agree with the agenda. So the millions of Americans that support the NRA and who support right. gun rights to center. Guys. Oh, my God. Wow. That blew my mind up. Uh, yeah, you were. I think you were doing my Resistor agenda? Sisters when this was on. And I, because I, I, I was like, as soon as you, you, you all were done recording, I was like, I was on Facebook and I was like, oh my God, Rubio's totally getting eviscerated. 
This is, yeah, I mean, I, I, he's an I idiot. I posted that. I was like, I, I posted that, that part of the video. I just couldn't believe that he said the people support my agenda. That was the most amazingly selfish and self-unaware thing that Rubio could have said. Oh, it was horrendous. It, 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 I mean, my that, agenda. Yeah, my people buy into my agenda. Oh, fuck! When he said you. "buy," the word "buy," yeah, is really, really <laughs> my, my, important. My agenda is for sales. What it sounds like. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm surprised Mitt Romney didn't pop ago. up and say "corporations are people," my friends. You know. <laughs> I mean, I, I didn't mean to cut you and Bob and Joe off. I'm sorry. No. No, I, it's I cut cool. you off. It's fine. But Joe, just, did you? I'm still amazed that he said they buy into my agenda. That yeah. is incredibly selfish. That is not something any senator, I don't care if you're a Democrat or Republican, should be saying. The no. people are buying into my agenda. No, yeah. you get elected because people want you to represent their agenda. Yeah. Another thing too, I want I want to bring this up real quick because Moon Mare points out something interesting. She says uh, people are so quick to jump on the deranged person bandwagon. This isn't about mental illness as much as it is readily available assault weapons. Absolutely, I'm gonna give you an amen for that, and I want to say something about that amen. because amen. Uh, because when you start stigmatizing people like and, and we'll hear probably uh, probably a little bit later, Dana Loosh Roach as. Let- Lena, Lena douche. When nope. she, when she, no, douches have a good purpose. They do. The They're cleansing. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, <laughs> but Loesch, uh when she said uh, she she said this crazy person that he was nuts. He was crazy. He was bonkers. He was loony. It's like you know we need you know mental illness, mental illness, mental illness. All right, okay. She's not a what doctor. If, by what the way. what if what if um we said um i'm sorry you can't have a gun because you have a physical illness you know or or what i'm sorry you can't just not even say a gun not even say a gun just say anything i'm sorry you have a physical illness we need to you know well i guess the insurance companies do that with uh, uh pre-existing conditions but it's like saying you know somebody who suffers you know from uh you know uh, mild depression Versus somebody who's like a full-on sociopath like Trump, you know. I, I mean, it's like saying um, a broken arm in and cancer are in the same ballpark, you know. Because yes. m- most people that have you know mental mental illness are nonviolent, you know. I mean, it, it, there's uh, how many guilty, uh, you know, uh, how many not guilty by reason of insanity things have happened with mass shooters that haven't killed themselves or Hello? been killed by police. Can we talk police? about Hinkley? Hinkley. Yeah, that the guy was who uh, shot Reagan. Reagan. Mental illness. Yeah, yeah, and uh, you know he he did it to what he was doing it to impress uh, Jody Foster, right? Yes, he was doing it to impress Jodie Foster, and he shot Reagan, and I know everybody's seen that meme on Facebook and Twitter and everywhere. He was able to shoot Reagan, even though he was surrounded by Secret Service yeah. and all of those people with guns. I, I didn't mean to detract from your point, but... No, it's all right. Hinkley was mentally ill. Yeah. 
And, uh, you know, and you and got of, treatment. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you know, Reagan made it harder for people to get treatment in the 80s by closing down, uh, um, you know, uh, mental institutions. Yes. And now Trump has made it easier for by, uh, you know, rolling oh. back uh, Obama leg- legislation that made it harder for people uh, to get guns that did have, um, you know. But after Reagan was shot, he also called for stricter gun control laws. True. True. So here we sure. are in a very con- confused place. Yeah, and I like the-, the way that Trump uh, <clears throat> that Trump uh, <laughs> he casually mentioned how uh, states closed down mental institutions uh, because they didn't want to fund them anymore. No, that's not what happened. Mm-hmm. The, I, I was working for the Department of Labor at the time. We were inundated because Reagan shut them down and put them on the street. Thank yep. you. Yeah, exactly. But of course, he he missed that little detail. He made sure. it sound like the states the states just decided oh, yeah. to throw these people out. No, the states exactly. decided that because Reagan cut their funding. Exactly. They, they had the no choice. funding for mental health. They had no choice. The thing that irritates me about all this is how they're demonizing um, mental illness um, as if it's not treatable and as if it's, you know, the, the boogeyman. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, look. Be careful, mm-hmm. you know, Crazy Joe is going to come. Right. I'm sorry, I didn't mean you, Joe. But no, that's uh, okay because it could have been me. <laughs> he, he's crazy. You know, he's going to come with this gun. So you know, it's not yeah. the gun. It's, it's it's that he's crazy. Well, you know, yeah. I'm glad you said that, Bobber, because you know there there was Katie Turr had a guy on this week. I don't know if you saw it, but she had this man on, a young man who had planned in the 90s to do a mass shooting in a school. Yeah. And the reason he was on was to tell him that he didn't do it. And do you know why he didn't do it? Because he couldn't get his hands on an assault weapon. Wow. And lucky for him, he couldn't. And in the meantime, somebody looked at him as a broken human being and helped him back to mental health. And here's a case of a crime that never happened because A, he couldn't get a gun to begin with and that led to someone helping him yeah. become productive human being. Well, and, and you know, honestly, uh, the, I, 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 I really think that what it boils down to with a lot of what we've seen in recent history is it's it's kind of like selfishness in twisted personal ideology on steroids, not necessarily mental illness. You know, I, I you know I I don't know why the this butcher latest butcher you know I mean I haven't read all the police reports and everything about what he did, but you know I mean it doesn't smack of of him being um you know it it, it sounds like he was angry. Uh, but you know, anyway, I can't get into the, the, that right now. I, the, sorry, uh, just said something on the chat that I have to definitely agree with. Yeah. Everybody is a little mentally ill once in a while. No exceptions. I concur. And, and I want to take that. I want to take that a little bit further. Like everybody is a little physically ill once in a while. Yeah. We all get colds. The human we body get... is not infallible. Yeah. And the, and and the brain neither is, is part the brain. of it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 
So really, I mean, the the mental illness is a physical illness because it's not like, you know, your brain isn't an organ. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just, going back to what Bob was saying about talking about mental illness, I am disgusted. Trump did it again today, saying that this guy was a sicko and these people are sickos and that all this, all this, all these derogatory terms, everybody... Yeah. Every single one of us has more than a few days in our life mm-hmm. where we are not a hundred percent on point. And yeah. I don't like I don't like when I hear people saying they're a sicko because they picked up a gun and killed somebody. I don't like that. I don't like it. No. It's the guns. It's the guns. It's the guns. It's the guns. It absolutely is. And uh, all right, on that note, we're going to go ahead and run to the break. Um, Green News Report coming up. Enjoy it while it lasts, everybody, because they're off next Tuesday. So uh, we won't have Green News uh, for next Tuesday. But it's okay. Brad and Desi are working hard. Well, they say they went into their their ninth year, eighth year, tenth year. I don't know. Shit. Wow. They've been around for a while. About as long as this program. So, so I was going to say, so have we. I really wish I knew how many episodes of Turn Up the Night there were. If I if I, if I had to guess, the show has been going on regularly for about seven years, two shows a week. So that's 104 shows a year. So that's about almost eight, uh, 750 shows, something like that. And then not counting all the ones that Ow. came before when it was weekly. So about 800 shows, I'd say. That's longer than Modern Family was on air. Actually, probably about 900 <laughs> shows. Yeah. So not quite as not not up there with Simpsons yet, but uh, we'll see. Um, so, uh, yeah, Michelle in South Florida says 10 years, 10 year anniversary for the Green News Report. But anyway, we're going to go ahead and uh, run to the break. Uh, Brad and Desi are off next week, but uh, they'll return on Friday, I believe. Uh, but, yeah, we'll be right back. We'll do name calling. Uh, maybe we'll do some lightning round phone calls. And uh, get back into things, because we got a lot more stuff to discuss tonight. Friends, here's some exciting news. Everybody, I know you can believe in yourself. If you believe in yourself, you will know how to... Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Thanks up, everybody, for walking more! It's Thursday, February 22nd, 2018. It's been a problem that has been a long time in the making. Minnesota settles with chemical industry giant over decades-long water contamination. Sea levels are rising at an accelerating speed all around the world. New report finds the next five years will determine sea levels for the next 300. Sea ice in the Arctic hits an ominous record low. Plus... Washington State becomes the latest state to block Trump's expansion of offshore drilling. All of that Trump blocking and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. This agency shouldn't be in the business of saying we're going to favor certain sources of energy over others. Unless those certain sources are oil or coal or gas. Am I right, EPA Chief Scott Pruitt? This is your Green News Report. I'm gonna soak up the sun. 
Okay, Desi Doyen, we are celebrating the ninth anniversary of the Green News Report all week. My thanks to those who have stopped by bradblog.com slash donate to help us try to continue into our 10th year. Thank you very much. And yes. what do you have for us today, Ms. Doyen? Well, industrial chemical giant 3M Company has agreed to pay the state of Minnesota $850 million to settle a major case over contaminated groundwater. Minnesota sued the company in 2010, alleging it damaged its natural resources and contaminated drinking water after decades of the company legally dumping perfluorochemicals, or PFCs. Those are used in fire retardants, nonstick cookware, and other products. Post-it notes? Are they used in post-it notes? I don't think so. Because that's all I know that 3M does. Well, they do other stuff, too. I see. Prosecutors alleged that 3M researched PFCs and knew that the chemical posed a threat to human health and knew that it was contaminating groundwater. Here's Minnesota Attorney General Lori Swanson in a press conference on Tuesday. We think that uh, the settlement uh, will help solve a problem for Minnesota. It's been a problem that has been a long time in the making for many decades. These chemicals, as I mentioned, were put into the ground and uh, we are very hopeful that the settlement can help fix that. The $850 million will go toward upgrading municipal water system filtration technology and environmental cleanup. 3M agreed to the settlement just hours before it was set to go to jury trial, but it did not admit liability and did not admit any health impacts linked to PFCs. They never do. Meanwhile, in climate science, the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration announced this week that January 2018 was the fifth warmest January ever recorded globally. That means that the last four Januaries now rank among the top five warmest on record. And that warming is wreaking havoc at the polls. At the election polls? No, at the planet's polls. Damn. According to the U.S. National Snow and Ice Data Center, sea ice at both polls has hit the lowest levels on record again, shattering records set just last year. The Arctic is seeing the fastest rate of decline in sea ice in at least 1,500 years, and it's believed to be at its lowest winter extent since human civilization began more than 12,000 years ago. And making matters worse, the Arctic is also currently in a heat wave. The northernmost weather station in the world, located in Greenland, this week recorded daytime temperatures above freezing, despite the fact that the Arctic is still in the total darkness of polar night. And now a new study dramatically illustrates just how much the decisions we make in the next five years will impact future sea levels. At the poles? Everywhere. Even under the best-case scenario, scientists say we've already committed future generations to at least three feet of sea level rise by the year 2300. Now, a new study published in the journal Nature calculates that for every five years of delay in ramping down CO2 emissions, we will add an additional eight inches to the burden of sea level rise borne by all future generations. Mm. That means wiping out trillions of dollars of coastal infrastructure around the world and likely for population migration. But finally, there is a sliver of good news. Washington state has vowed to use every tool in its arsenal to block the Trump administration's planned expansion of oil drilling off of its shores. Following the footsteps of California, Washington state public lands commissioner Hillary Franz told Reuters that she will reject permits, land leases, and easements that are required to support the offshore oil drilling industry, like distribution pipelines. She said in an interview, quote, 
We didn't invite you here, and we don't want you here. <laughs> Go Washington. For much more on all of those stories and the ones we couldn't get to, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Don't forget, you can download our reports anytime via Stitcher, TuneIn, or iTunes. Find us, follow us, and share us worldwide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. Now in our 10th year of the GNR, thanks to those of you who have stopped by bradblog.com slash donate. And what are the rest of you waiting for? Eight more inches of sea level rise? I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Mm-hmm. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com. He even talks honky. I try like hell to hide that ball spot, folks. I work harder. Yeah, it shows your commitment to hard work, doesn't it? Uh, I have a solution. Um, you know, uh, everybody wants to talk about, you know, mental health uh, as an issue here. Uh, here's one for the NRA. Let's start with your members. Let's have every one of your members get a psychiatric evaluation. Put it in a database. Yeah. How would you like that, guys? <gasps> no, we're all, we're all law-abiding <laughs> uh, patriots. No, you're not. You're all fucked in the head and you're butchers. <laughs> um, yeah, and Living in Long Island says the NRA should be labeled a hate group or terrorist organization. And to that, I say um, not just amen, but now, yeah, just amen. I don't have the boogie deal. Amen. Amen. Anyway, welcome back to the program. Of course, Joe Santorsa, Scranton, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. Also known as Steamtown. Steamtown. That's what? right. Go to the Steamtown Mall. They got electricity. They got steam. Yeah, we have a Steamtown Mall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. And we have Steamtown uh, Steam National Park. You ever go down and get a Aunt Anne's pretzel at uh, uh, Steamtown Mall? I have. Nice. Excellent. Many, uh, many times. <laughs> and I've been to I've been to Steamtown National Park. Yeah, you ever go to see hot? real trains. Nice. Nice. You go to Hot Topic at all? <laughs> um, I have a yes, feeling I you have. don't. <laughs> I have been. <laughs> I've I'm been sorry. Topic. I am really? so sorry. <laughs> yes, actually, yes. <laughs> Did you buy anything? Looking. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, a Doctor Who T-shirt. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Now it, it makes sense. Yeah. Now. All right. I get it. Yes. So. Do I make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah I'm sure. cool. I'm cool. I'm cool. I know how to topic. I'm good. Excellent. Did you buy a spike bracelet? No, I got some black hair dye, though, but it doesn't look too good. Yeah. All right. And, of course, Bobber. That you put on your pants, you know. Yeah. You know, come 
pocket and goes around your waist and up over your head and back in another pocket. And I I know for a fact that Bobber loves Hot Topic, and that's where he gets all his his Rolling Stones (laughs) t-shirts. So, (laughs) You know, I I almost, I think it was a Hot Topic, or or it might have been some other store. I almost bought a jacket there. Nice. It was uh, it was a denim it was a denim jacket that uh, in the front it was like really small and in the back it had tails that like went halfway down your legs. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So I would like I to eat it, a, it was, a hot pocket in Hot Topic. But I saw just in Hot Topics, but I don't know what that was. Yeah. And, uh, of course, uh, Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington, D.C. You got any thoughts on Hot Topic before we get to name calling? (laughs) I I didn't know that my husband ever entered a Hot Topic. Hot Topic. Uh, You you remember my previous (laughs) wife. I know. I know. (laughs) Oh, okay. All right. That's a a whole other show. I'm having a moment. I'm having a moment. Okay. All right. Well, you well, have Robert just had a confessional moment. Both well, of us have entered hot topics. I've been in them, but I don't. I don't know if I ever bought anything. What that jacket, though? Spencer Gifts, on the other hand, sure. Oh, oh. I was, I was I totally in Spencer Gifts. You oh, know, I love that. Um, they had that. Yeah, they had all the cool uh, black black light posters. Black sure. Lights. Yeah. You know, uh, I, I will tell yeah, one fine. story about Spencer gifts uh, real quick. Um, and it is, and I thought it was the funniest, funniest thing in the world when I was a kid, I went into Spencer gift and, and they uh, had, uh, um, their birthday cards. My friend Steve's birthday was kind of my f- longest friend, you know, since we were like five years old friends, I'm still friends with him today, but he's kind of a fuck up and we don't hang out, but, um, we're friends on Facebook. Um, but, uh, <laughs> He uh, his birthday rolled around. It was like maybe his thirteenth or fourteenth birthday, something like that. And I went and I got him a card at Spencer Gift, and 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 on the front it was like really nice and rosy and flowery, and it says, <laughs> and it says, "You ain't getting shit for your birthday this year." And then and then you open it up, <laughs> and it was this big glossy picture of an unwrapped gift in the wrapping paper and ribbons and everywhere with a big turd in the middle of it, and it says, "I lied." Spencer <laughs> <laughs> gift. Yeah, and, and they did they, have the best cards. <laughs> he didn't like it. He didn't like it. I remember him and my friend Scott were like, "That's kind of rude." And I'm like, "It's it's funny." And I actually did give him a gift, and it wasn't human poop. Uh, so, but um, <laughs> it was dog poop, but you know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. really, he didn't he didn't like it. No, they they, they, See, they were not, they were just. Lo- if you were to give him that card today. I bet you he'd like it. I was the kid that the, it, when when it, it was a thing when it was just me and Steve, it was great. When it was just me and Scott, it was great. When it was me, Steve, and Scott, they were like, "We're gonna pick on you." You know, that's what it. <laughs> the, everybody knows that scenario, right? So yes. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, rain. Time for name calling. Let's get to it here. Oh. I love it when it rains. For your pleasure, it's rain from fourfreedomsblog.com. Excellent. She's never failed me before. Honey, you got to give it away to keep it. You can't just hold on to this. Attractive, hot, beautiful. We're talking about the same thing. Here. You want to mess around? Here comes the rain again. The greatest source of energy known to womankind. All right, let's get straight to the biscuits. Slacking in my duties here. It's because I'm a bad man. Kenny Pick is a bad 
bad, bad man. Biscuit. Yeah. Just dawned on me. That's a lot of pressure. Son the of a biscuit. source of energy. What? It's a lot of the pressure. The greatest source of energy known to womankind. That was Liza Minnelli in, um, was The Owen Ohio? Uh, I can't remember what movie that was from, know. but it was Liza Minnelli. I'll take Minnelli. it. I'll take it. There you go. But I need it with biscuits. Biscuit. Yeah. So uh, I just right. I need to know what you offer in the way of biscuits. <laughs> yeah. So, oops, I stopped the music. Can't you can't stop the music? Just ask ask the village people. That's right. Oh my God. <laughs> Has anybody That's seen awesome. the, you? You can't stop the music. The movie with Bruce Jenner, formerly uh, Caitlyn Jenner, uh, Bruce Jenner, and the village I people. God. Yeah, you can't stop that that's a great fucking song you can't stop the music i love that song <laughs> anyway, anyway for another time so we have in the chat room tonight mr adam hebert who i still love we might talk about that later but i love you adam um uh, balua barbara dc oh i totally love barbara dc i want to stay married to him forever we'll oh, talk gosh. about that another time too i'm sure <laughs> Um, broke hammer. <laughs> Garsh. See, that's my romantic. Oh, Garsh. Oh, Garsh. <laughs> broke <laughs> hammer. I bring it every time. <laughs> he does. I'm sorry, guys. I bet you use that voice for one of your dogs, don't you? The Garsh voice, don't you? Actually, you know what? You know what? She um, really the voice that she that really turns around is when they go, "Hey, kids, what's going on?" <laughs> hey, all right. <laughs> I do. I touch myself. Uh, that, that really gets her going. Uh, it turned me on. I tell you. <laughs> sure. Oh, I'm gonna have to go for a minute. I'll be right back. It's coming from inside the house. Joe's gonna go for one minute. Oh, yeah. it's all. It's just a minute. <laughs> He's back. Listen, I'm sorry, Broke Hammer. I'm back. I'm back. It's okay. <laughs> okay. Broke Hammer, I am sorry, but Broke Hammer is in the chat room. And after that, we have Clinster, we have Jake Collie, we have Kenny Pick, we have Ken Sr. Hello, Dad. We have Living on Long Island, we have Marnus, who... I'm in your kinder basement. He's back again with his kinder after another minute. I'm oh. in your kinder basement. Trace the call. It's coming from inside the house. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, we have Michelle in South Florida. We have uh, Moon Mayor, Peter in San Francisco, President, myself, Scooter Cans, Theo, Tim Cormal, and Trojan Rabbit. Are we missing Francie tonight? I think France. I haven't we seen are. France. Oh. I haven't seen her. Well. We love you, Francie, if you listen since, to the podcast. Since since I brought up the chat, I think we lost two people. Uh, yeah, I don't know who that was, but I can maybe do a little detective work here and see. Um, well, one of, one oh, of no, them was two me people for just a pop, Two people just popped back. Yeah, yeah, I'm not talking Lee, Lee again. <laughs> you need to go take some tissues and clean yourself up. So now, <laughs> yeah, God almighty. Uh, so, <laughs> uh, Lee again. Uh, did you get Lee again before? I I I, I think don't maybe think so. Lee just popped up. And Lee's back. Yes, Lee's back. 
And living living in Long Island was here. Yeah. Uh, I got him. I. If we didn't say your name, let us know. We'll make it up to I'm you. Sorry or if call I in. Or call in if you have a birthday. Call in. Sandy uh, and Derwood. She was Sandy one of the Derwood. people who was here earlier. Ah, there we go. And uh, if you want to call the show, we'll do lightning round calls here. We've got enough time for about three or four calls. 330-536-1466 or 330-KEN. one minute. Ken, sorry, the number one. That, that's what the one. Ken one goo. That's what the one stands for. One minute. <laughs> it uh, could be the goo too. Ken one <laughs> goo. Uh, <laughs> Three three zero five three six. Make a call under one minute. You're gonna give Joe time. Three three zero five three six fourteen sixty six. Call now and we'll throw in a three Bigfoot mug. (laughs) But wait, we'll double your order. (laughs) Yes. Just, just we just charge you another handling fee. (laughs) Are you tired? Are you? Are you tired of talk shows where the, where you can't say the word penis? Yeah. Uh, Don't say penis, 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 oh, 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 oh. penis, It's skipping. Penis, it's skipping. Penis, What's penis, going penis, on? Oh, 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 no, no. All right, Adam Hebert. Remember, on, on radio you can you can prick your finger, but you can't finger your. Never mind. Prick. Joe. Yeah. You need to in the corner for one minute. Adam Hebert, Adam Hebert is, is laughing like Mutley in the back. Adam Hebert is laughing yeah. like Mutley in the background. So I'm, I'm sorry, I was going to try and be quiet. It was good. No, Joe it's had funny. To make that, had to make that obscene joke. It was good. Was it was really like it was. Joke. It was like I added in a oh, sound I, effect. Oh, that's a George Carlin thing. I got yeah. you, you can't steal from the dead, you know. Okay, well, really? I'm still laughing. Yes, yeah. it's one of the, one of his his long list of things you can't say on TV. He says you could you could prick your finger, but you can't finger your prick. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh. If I could jump jump in just a, just for a second, when I lived in Atlanta, Hi, uh, hey, how you doing? There was a there was a you know the, those um, places that they call them spas, but they're you know really essentially jerk off joints. <laughs> yeah, I you, think know, I you know. know what I'm talking about, yeah. right? Yeah, you mean like happy endings? Happy yes. endings? You mean? Oh, I love a happy ending. There, there was a, there was one that that was behind the pizza place I used to work at. It was called the Palm Spa. Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> they they never grabbed you. They just used the palm. <laughs> oh man, that's uh yeah. Anyway, gee, I sure I hope there's a happy there. ending. I love a happy ending. All right, Adam, what are you calling about? <laughs> Well, I, I've been, I, you know, uh, I'm a history buff to some extent, and, uh, you know, I just want to offer something to give everyone hope. Sure. Um, so, the Egyptians, you know, they had nothing to record their history except stone, for the most part. Yeah, and a little papyrus And here there was there. this, well, a little bit of papyrus, but, look, history. Yeah. but go ahead, but go ahead. Here's the thing, is that along came Pharaoh Akhenaten father of King Tut. Mm-hmm. And this guy was such a terrible ruler that the instant he was dead, they basically obliterated his name from Egyptian history. I mean, there were people, there were people in temples chiseling shit off yeah. to make it like this guy never existed. And all you right-wing motherfuckers, you're going to get to experience that when we take over in 2021, we're going oh. to make it like shit where never was here. 
Ah, man, to that. I like Amen. that. I like that vision. Amen. Where Where is this optimism coming from, Mr. Hebert? This I like this side of you. I, I honestly don't know. I'm kind of hyper right now for some reason, <laughs> although I just got off of work. Um, well, okay. I understand I that. I think it's I think it's the Ritalin that's not in my system anymore. But uh, you know, it's just like I said. I mean, they're 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 high. You know, they're happy, happy now. But things are going to come full circle. The, you know, politics is cyclical. You know, I wish it weren't, but you know, they keep pushing. The, you know, think of it like they're pushing a huge branch. You know, uh, I, that bra- they're going to let go of that branch again. They're yeah. going to get their you know skull hit. I would even accept a comb over on America's bald spot uh, for the Trump uh, administration. Honestly. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, looking I'm at it like, like Sisyphus pushing a big dung ball up a hill and then it rolls back <laughs> over. <laughs> uh, that's good. That's good. So, all right, uh, Adam, thanks for calling in. Have a good show tomorrow. I'm off on Mike Check Radio, but the exciting uh, news is that uh, West Car Scadden will be filling in for me tomorrow. So, that, that should be a lot of fun. Yes. All yeah. right. So, you know, uh, we're going to have to pay, but that's okay. Yeah, I know. Shit. Uh, but all right. Uh, have a good night. Uh, have a good show tomorrow, and yep. I'll be talking to you soon. Yep. Have a good night, everyone. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Uh, Michelle in Port St. Lucie, Florida, is on the program, of course, also from Mike Check Radio. Hi, Michelle. Yeah, that's kind of serendipitous, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sure. Yeah, What's that up? I that I am behind Adam. Um, yeah, it's it's most interesting. Also, he he forgot to mention the female pharaohs that were also uh, chiseled out of history during that time as well. Oh. you know Nefertiti and her uh, her godmother before that. So they were all chiseled out of history because you know women couldn't be rulers. Yeah, you know, and the one but bad the one bad thing really about this and that. Yeah, it is a good point. But the one bad thing about this analogy is is Christians also did this too to a lot of uh, you know, European pagan gods too. And Oh you know, hell yeah. So so yeah, the, the whole the whole so, thing about the you know, you know, uh Pat uh, uh what was it? Uh uh the, the the driving the snakes out of Ireland. Yeah. You know, that was all uh, you know, the theocracy trying to take over uh a you know, the the patriarchy trying to take yeah. over the religions that were there beforehand. So. Exactly. So you know, uh, mm-hmm. but uh, but yeah. So so, but in this case, though, like I said, I would I, I would settle for a comb over on America's bald spot. That would be good. Yeah. I, so all I want is like uh, Dana Loesch and um um uh, Wayne LaPierre. The, um, yeah, Wayne LaPierre to be driven out of history. I'd like, I like, like them to be just whitewashed completely because they are just driving me nuts. And I want each and every one of them to just lose any political capital yeah. they have and yeah. just die away. Well, you know, and, and I was thinking about Dana Dana Noosh the other day. Yeah, oh, God, yes. She essentially got her start as a Breitbart flunky and then became a Glenn Beck flunky. And was has always kind of been an on again, off again Fox News flunky, probably vying for her own show over there. She has her own like crappy radio show, and now she's an and NRA. You- she's an NRA flunky. So, so tell me, it, it, when you put Breitbart, Glenn Beck, Fox News, and the NRA on your um, 
uh, uh, resume in the next 10 years? <laughs> yeah. I, I really hope they fail because you also realize she tried to pitch a show to network correspond, cor, you know, network yes. people that she was going to be a, a really hot, exceptional, hot woman hosting a right wing radio host TV oh. show. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, it was horrible. Neat. She's like, I'm, I, yeah, okay, okay, here it is, here it is. I'm going to be a hot, white radio host, right wing, and people are going to be against me. What was it going to be called? The, Lo- the Roach Hotel? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, the Joe. Loach, there, Loach we... common denominator. All right, all oh. aboard. <laughs> all aboard. Joe just signaled the, the A train leaving the station. <laughs> I just want to call and say hi, guys. I'm here. I'm just, I'm just uh, uh, with these right wing people in the, in in the news like they are. Yeah. I don't know why they're giving so much time. It makes me sick. You yeah. listen to the kids. Mm-hmm. Listen to the the teacher. The people that were there. Yes. You know, we don't need more guns. No. We need sensible gun control. And, and- I think a lot of people are listening to the teachers and the kids that are there. Yeah. I um, hope so. I've- I really I do. That, no, I really, I, I really do believe that a lot of people are listening to them. I, I don't. It's not even hoping so. Look at the fact that CNN decided to have a town hall featuring these kids. This is people are paying attention to them. And a lot of people watched it too. I'm not talking. I'm not trying to Look say. Oh, see- Look for the hope, honey. Yeah, Look for the I'm- hope. And I'm not saying, you know, oh, CNN, you know, uh, I mean, they never brag about ratings. Nobody ever brags about ratings uh, on CNN. Fox News are the people who brag about ratings. But the ratings came in and that the ratings for that town hall were off the charts. So that shows that Americans truly care. Unless uh, it it showed Rubio for what an ass he is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we still have one yeah, more clip from Rubio true. we need to get to, but maybe. Yeah. But, um, but, what, but what I want to tell you real quickly is I live sure. in Florida. I've seen yeah. these, gun, uh, these gun shows. I have actually purchased a gun at a gun show. This was a long time ago. Uh-huh. It was a handgun. It was a Walter PBK for personal protection. This was back when I had a concealed weapons permit. Yeah. Once I got the concealed weapons permit, I was never more paranoid about guns. Having that concealed weapons permit made me scared, made me even more worried about people with guns. Mm. Do you still have the gun? No, I have the gun, but I don't have the permit anymore. That gun is locked away, safe. Oh, okay. But it scared the hell out of me to carry that gun on my person. Yeah. Can I ask you something? Can I ask you something? Yeah. Did you feel like you needed to have a concealed carry permit in order to carry the gun in public? At that at that time, I was working in a place, it, it, uh, Fort Pierce, Florida, which is was at at you know in the in the late eighties, early nineties. It was the crack capital of the world. Okay, so I felt I needed protection. Okay, I mean, I'm you not asking you to pull it out. Yeah, huh? it Bob, scared go. me to have it. 
Yeah. yeah. Would, would you? Would you? Do you feel like you could have pulled it out and shot somebody with it? Um, no. <laughs> Actually, I was more paranoid with it on my person than I was without it. So, can I ask you another question? Yeah. Okay. Why? Why? I'm not trying to shame you. This is a no. legitimate question. Yeah. Why did you feel like you needed the concealed carry permit? And why did you feel like you needed to have the gun? Because I was going to work at a bank in a area that was a very high crime. And, and it was thrilled in me by my, by my father that I could protect myself. Okay. I grew so up in a, in a household where guns were, all, yeah. they were acceptable, but we, we learned how to deal with them. Same so here. did you feel so, like you were influenced by your father to get the gun? Yes. Would you have done it otherwise uh, without your father? I can't tell you that because I, I didn't live that, so I can't yeah. tell you. I know. I, well, I, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm asking. Mm -hmm. some, yeah. I'm sorry to put you into no. this no, position. It, it's, no, no, it's okay. It's okay. This is a fascinating yeah. situation. It is. And, and, and you know, I, I think we should talk about this more. Um, but, uh, okay. but we, we're at the top of the, we're at the top of the <laughs> hour. Go to break, yeah. So, yep. uh, but anywho, Michelle, thank you for calling in. And I'm sorry I won't be able to join uh, you tomorrow. But have a great time with Wes tomorrow. He's he's an awesome dude. Oh, I've been having a I great will, time with Wes him. Wes is a great guy. I love he really his is. death. So. so. Yeah. All right. Well, have a lovely evening. Tell Miles I said hi. Great job on all the uh, talisman miniature painting. And um, uh, <clears throat> I, I have 100%. Oh, wait till you see the next one. <laughs> oh, nice, nice. I'm very excited. All right. Well, uh, Michelle, have a great night, and I'll talk to you soon. Love you. All right. Bye-bye. So, uh, all right. Uh, on that note, we are we are running long. we got to hit the break. Uh, but when we come back... Got some more audio I want to play for everybody. We'll gear up to do some Mad Libs for the end of the show because, you know, everybody needs that release of Mad Libs, and I think Bobber gets a kick out of it, too. <laughs> so, uh, You know, be all disgusting. It's just lots of fun. <laughs> I know. It's lovely. All right. Let's go ahead and uh, hit the break. We'll be right back with uh, one more hour of this wonderful programming here on Indie Media Weekly. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Boy, that's, that's getting to be a pain in the ass, isn't it? What, what kind of radio station is this? KennyPick.com Listen to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick live every Tuesday and Friday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern for three hours of news, opinion, and laughs. This is what comedian and talk show host John Fugelsang has to say about Turn Up the Night. You guys really walk a good line of having it be really collegial and really having a, a, a show that, you know, blends the uh, intelligence with the irreverence, which is the hardest balance to pull off. Still not convinced you should listen to Turn Up the Night? Well, listen to what legendary writer, actor, and comedian Rick Overton has to say. I just don't think we can use the mainstream news for much anymore. I'm, I'd much rather go to you than to CNN for anything. You know, I would trust what my friends have to say more. Well, who can argue with that? Turn up the night with Kenny Pick live every Tuesday and Friday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly for those who dare. And now, on with the show. Well, let me tell you, he's a joke. Focus for maximum picture quality and please adjust sound for maximum clarity. Yeah, hello, excuse me, thank you, um, some attention please. I've spent a great deal of time getting things ready for the show. No, no, keep going. Keep going. I'm kind of curious as to how this works. Turn up the night with Kenny Pig. You know, I think it's going to do very well in the evening hours here. The greatest gift to mankind since Tutti Fruity ice cream. 
a viable and modern source for news and entertainment. Hey gang, have I got an earful for you today. If you're listening to this, you are the resistance. My mind is aglow with whirling transient loads of thought careening through a cosmic vapor of invention. In your heart, you know he's right, 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 right. And now, to the business at hand. We're all in this together. We got a show to do. Well, let's check it out. You can do it! Hey, and welcome back to the weekend edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pig, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And, of course, uh, um, Michelle, she says, I, she says, uh, uh, a feel, she feels like she's a bad progressive. No, you oh, are not no. a bad progressive. She did put a smiley face oh. and put giggles beside it. But no, no, no. No, there are a lot of liberal, progressive, Democrat gun owners out there. And a Walther PPK is a far cry from an AR-15. You know? I, I mean... Yeah, no, Michelle that's a small is definitely handgun. not a bad progressive. I, I am fine with people I, owning handguns. I'm fine with people doing concealed carry. I just want it done right. I've, you know. been, I've long been somebody who said, I'm not a gun grabber. When, I, yeah. I do wish that we didn't run out of time because, and I'm sorry if I went into like, I want to no, interview okay. Michelle, but I did want to ask Michelle questions. Sure. And maybe and, we and, can do that somewhere yeah. in the future because what she said was amazing. I, I agree. I agree. And, There's you know, nothing to be bad, feel bad about. No, and, and is you know Kenny Pick Senior called in to the last show? He's like, I've been a gun owner my entire life, and he said I'll gladly hand my guns over if, if need be, you know. But uh, you know he let me fire his twenty two when I was a kid, a six shooter, you know, low caliber gun. I went back in the woods and shot stuff in the the junkyard, you know, in the um uh, there was we lived on a farm for a while, and a few acres behind us was an abandoned dump, and we said like shoot old tvs and stuff like that you know nobody was around you know no houses were around and everything so you know i did that so and it was fun you know i did that and it was actually with the russian gun Ooh, this was just a 22 nothing nothing flashy nothing special you know looked like a cowboy gun um I so, hung out but anyway uh welcome back to the program of course rain from four freedoms blog in washington dc hello Hello. Thank you, Michelle. Seriously, thank you. No, I appreciate her sharing that. And, of course, uh, your bobber half, bobber in D.C. from Four Freedoms blog. And, of course, the musician extraordinaire. And, yeah, we recorded uh, last Saturday. We recorded our musician roundtable. Tomorrow I'm going to work on getting that uh, that podcast up and running. It had uh, also uh, uh, Justin, our good friend Justin from California, and uh, also uh, Clinster was on it. And um, if it wasn't for my kidney stone maladies, I would have had it done sooner. But fortunately, it's not so timely that you know it needed to go up right away, right? <laughs> yeah, and I, you know, be honest with you, um, it was a lot of fun for me. I, I don't know. Who always would be interested in, in, in listening to it, but it was it was a lot of fun for me. Yeah, I, I think it has enough variety from a musician standpoint. I think a lot of people will get a kick out of it. Um, you know, um, and and we, we got to do a sequel too because we didn't even get into the songwriting process. Really, that was that was the one thing that uh, we missed out on. But um, and um, uh, of course, Joe Santorsis, Grant, Pennsylvania, the Electric City. You ever fired a gun, Joe? Yep. Yeah. Yes, I did. Sure. So In fact, when I was a little kid, I belonged to the NRA. Really? 
Ba- well, yeah, yeah it, they weren't a hor- horrendous evil empire back then either. Well, I'm talking the '60s, but no. Yeah. And and the reason the reason I belong to the NRA is because I did, and I I still do believe in responsible gun ownership. If you feel you need a gun to protect yourself, and God knows there are t- plenty of places I probably wouldn't go without one, but. Yeah. Um, Back then, they the whole idea was they taught you how to they taught you how to use a gun properly, mm-hmm. how to handle a gun, how not to handle a gun, yeah, how to be a responsible citizen with that gun. What that gun meant mm-hmm. back then in the sixties, they taught us things. They taught us things. You know, they taught us how how to respect a gun. Yeah. Things that should be actually part of united states code mm-hmm. you know my whole thing is to have a licensing procedure before you're able to even buy a gun yeah that you have to own a license from the federal government that tells you that you've passed a proficiency test and know how to handle the weapon before you're yeah. allowed to buy it just like a car yeah you can't go buy a car when you're 14 sure well, sure. Or if you don't have a driver's license, you can't buy. I mean, you could buy the car, but you can't drive it. It should be well, mentioned that the NRA stands for the National Rifle Association. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. not the National Assault and, Rifle and, Association. And j- what Joe just said is really important because my my father was a member of the NRA when I was a kid. I was born in 1967, so 77, 87. You know, it was the NRA, and everything he just said is right on point. Um, One of the biggest things that I think that people miss out on is that Wayne LaPierre and Dana Loesch, they represent the NRA ILA, Mm. which is the lobbying portion of the NRA, and it's the fundraising portion of the NRA. These guys are the ones who do the lobbying. Yeah. The NRA is over here, and then you have the NRA ILA. That's the lobbying portion. And and that's where there is every damn problem mm-hmm. with the NRA. There are still groups out there who, <clears throat> NRA local local groups who, you know, they're the ones who are like, do you want to have a gun? Here, come. We're going to give you the safety classes. We're going to teach you how to shoot a gun. We're going to do all this stuff. And they do this. The way the NRA used to be. Yeah. But at a certain point, the NRA created a lobbying arm of that foundation. That's where the problem is. Well, well the uh, NRA, now, like the Republican Party, up. became became radical. Yeah. To the point where they're unrecognizable anymore. It was pretty much the 80s when that, you know, really started That's to take right. off. Mm-hmm. For both you know, for both organizations, yeah, the Republican it, Party and the NRA. Sure, sure. So uh, I do want to say this before it scrolls off the chat, but uh, Kenny Pick Senior says all, all that's all I've ever owned was twenty twos and a shotgun. And uh, uh, Dad, uh, you know my grandparents, uh, Herschel and Helen Picklesheimer, grew up. Uh, well, they when I was growing up, they lived in a pretty rural area, and basically um, the guns that you know Dad had uh, were kind of for pest control. You know, you, there, there's something eating stuff it's, in the garden, yes. uh, yes. <laughs> you know, 
I, I mean, that, that's kind of what it was. And we, of course, lived on a farm, too. I don't recall uh, us ever, you know, killing an animal with a, you know, a, you know, a rodent or anything like that um, living on the farm. But, you know, again, you know, I just did target shooting. Oh, uh, another meme that's been going around. Scooter Cans uh, posted it. NRA. No real answers. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, I saw that. <laughs> Um, I, but, uh, um, I want to get into a little bit more audio. We're not going to be able to get to all the audio that I had. Um, uh, we'll save some, ma- a couple Manafort things for after the break, but, uh, this one I know is going to open a can of whole can of worms with all three of you and it'll buy me some time to do mad lib to get mad lib stuff. Um, so this one, this is the most insensitive, most ugly, this shows you this is something that someone who has a dangerous mental illness says and it's something trump said at the listening session when i hear you i hear you i wrote it down so it must be true um yeah had had to be reminded to, to to have empathy although uh it must have slipped his mind when he said this about um uh uh Aaron Feiss, the coach who sacrificed his life to try and protect students mm-hmm. in, in the the massacre, uh, this is what Trump said at that listening thing. And I, I swear to God, oh, I just in my mind the whole time, nonstop, just wanted to go to town. Uh, listen to this. It's called concealed carry, and it's it only works where you have people very adept at using firearms, of which you have many. And it would be teachers and, uh, you know, I, I really like that he's explaining what concealed carry is here, too, because, oh, did you just invent this term? Stupid. God. The coaches of the coach had a firearm yep. in his locker when he ran at this guy. That coach was very brave. Uh, saved a lot of lives, I suspect. But if he had a firearm, he wouldn't have had a run. He would have shot and that would have been the end of it. And Bullshit. this would only be obviously for people that are very adept at handling a gun. And it would be, it's called concealed carry, where a teacher would have a concealed gun on them. They'd go for special training and they would uh, be there and you would no longer have a gun free zone. All right. To be that insensitive to, to say what would have happened when this guy already saved people's lives, when this coach right. saved people's lives to say, oh, well, if you had a gun, he would have done a better job. That's what he said. That's Whoa. what he said. Hey, hey, and, and can let I me ask t- you a let question? Me tell you. All right, well, uh, Rain, go, go, you go then, Joe. I, I, I have a quick question. So mm-hmm. what would happen if Trump had concealed carry when that eagle attacked him? He could have shot it. <laughs> or or that or that time when he was on the campaign trail and something happened and they just pushed him off. Do you remember that too? Like oh, there were yeah. memes where Bernie Sanders showed up and Hulk yeah. showed up. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Uh so, scary. Yeah. You think you think Trump would have acted that fuck Trump. He was brave, but he could have been braver with a gun. It's really, really easy to say how brave he could have been. With it's so disrespectful. Talking about a dead person. It's so disrespectful. A dead person. Ah. Oh. Okay, I'm done. Bob, Joe, Joe, Bob. 
he said something at the beginning of that. He says it about concealed carry. Yeah. Uh, that that is for people who conceal carry. They're for people that, that are proficient in guns. And no, they're not. Lackawanna County, Pennsylvania, where I live. You know, how you get a concealed carry permit. You go down with fifty dollars to this courthouse in Scranton, and you apply for one, and they hand you it. Oh, that's that it. That easy. Yep. And. Awesome. Then you can go down to the sporting goods store and buy a pistol, and you're all set. And you don't even know how to load it, but you got it. That's did how that it, works. Did it come with it an has instruction manual? Yeah. Where where do I put these things? What are they called? Bullets? I don't know. Mm. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's Yeah, so concealed carry proficient, my ass. Yeah. You could go down to the Lackawanna County Courthouse anytime – with fifty dollars, you get a concealed carry permit just by asking. Oh yeah, they do a background check while you're there. Oh yeah, you were never arrested. Okay, here. They don't even know if you own a gun. They don't even care. They don't care if you ever saw a gun. Yeah. Oh, well, maybe I'll go get one. Well, where do you think Don <laughs> Jr. got his? Where do you I'm, think he got I his? Here in Lackawanna that. County, at our courthouse, he got his concealed carry yep. permit. Right here in Scranton, and that's Bob, all he had to do. Walk in there, put down fifty bucks. Bob, are you got any thoughts on this? Well, I've uh, I've I've never had a concealed carry. <laughs> well, I mean this I mean, whole uh, yeah, this I, whole notion of Trump saying this guy could have you know oh he was brave but he could have done so much more. Well, yeah, sure. So um, it, concealed carry means nothing. I mean the the, the the coach didn't even have to have concealed carry. He, he could have had a gun, but he could have shot one of the students. He, you know, mm-hmm. he could have been mistaken for the shooter when the cops showed up. Mm-hmm. You know, the the and he, the the whole idea of having a a civilian with minimal training or even even with training, just the the whole idea of of, of well, I went down to the target range and shot you know paper target is completely different than facing somebody that's shooting at you and 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 this in the crazy can just uh unexpected situation where you're you know your your first instinct is going to be to run not to you know pull out a gun and shoot it's and yeah to your point um this guy did he sacrificed his own life for his kids and and you're gonna Say well, he should have had a gun. Yeah, you're gonna second guess. You're gonna second guess what he did. It's disgusting what he said. Yeah, this guy lost his life protecting children, and Mm -hmm. to say that maybe he would have been alive. Fuck that. Oh no! I mean the the armchair quarterback. I mean that's the NRA loves the armchair quarterback shit. They love that. If only. If only this had happened, it would have had a much different outcome. Well, it fucking didn't. You don't have a goddamn time machine. The only machines you have dispense death at a rapid fucking rate. So do something about it. But you won't because money is too too much more important than human life. Rich. Oh, my God. 
Um, well, here's one from today. You Ooh. share you share this one, Rain. Uh, this is him today talking about it, and he sounds even more deranged than before. We need people that can take care of our children. We're not going to let this happen again. And the way it's not going to happen again, because they're basically cowards. Innately, they're cowards. And if they know bad things happen to them once they get into that school, by people that love the children. See, a security guard doesn't know the children, doesn't love the children. Oh, my God. This man standing outside of the school the other day doesn't love the children, probably doesn't know the children. The teachers love their children. They love their pupils. They love their students. They're doing it also from love. Now, they have to be very adept. I'm not talking about every teacher. I'm talking about a small percentage. But people that have great ability with weaponry, with guns, those are the only mm. people I'm talking about, but they'll protect the student. The only. Uh, no, 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 no. Mm. My teachers hated my guts. <laughs> they would have shot you. <laughs> I wouldn't no, be here wouldn't. doing this show if my teachers <laughs> were on. They would have shot you. Uh. With this, oh, God. I may ask Bob to back me up on this one. I just want to answer a question because, for Peter in San Francisco right now. He says, what the fuck is he saying? I, I, no, I, I don't what know. What he's saying is that the teachers are the only ones who care about the kids. And this guy, this this security guy, this, this school resource counselor, counselor, didn't love the kids. And, and I call bullshit on all of it. All of it. Every single bit of it. Because that school resource counselor who had a gun, who... It is unfortunate that he didn't go in. However, he's alive. He is alive. And yeah. I, I, I got to tell you something. I talked to Bob about this earlier today, and I need to say this now. I know we need to get, I know we need to get to other things, but. I, well, this is all. I get the, why, that's fine. I get this, why people this, the are rest upset. of this segment's about this. I get why people are upset that he didn't run into the building when the shooting was happening. However, I also believe that while he's a school resource counselor, and yes, he's a police officer and he had a gun, um, his job really isn't to run into say, I'm going to die. But uh, the thing is, where was he? Here, where, where, the, my question is, where was he in relation? This is a pretty big campus, this school, right? Where was he yes. in relation? Where was he in relation to the to where the the shooting started? Nobody knows. Nobody knows, and I don't think that we should sit there and use him as like, oh my God, now he's the next guy we have to blame. Bob brought it up to me. We talked about this this afternoon. Most schools, when you go out of the school, you walk out, but yeah. th- those doors lock. Those doors lock if you want to go back in. That's true. When I was my high school, it was small. But here, this is the thing. I I think when I was I listening, wh- when, I, when I was when I was watching the um the listening session at the White House, there were uh, a, a a couple. I I don't know officials. I don't know if they were teachers or principals or superintendents or whatever for some schools in D.C. where. They have metal detectors, they have x-rays for backpacks, and they essentially only have a couple ways into the school, and if you go out any other way, it's going to trip an alarm. 
that was how my high school was. We didn't, although we did not have metal detectors or anything like that. There were, you know, uh, there were people monitoring who came and, you know, before the bell rang and everything. Uh, but if you opened a door that wasn't supposed to be opened, an alarm went off. So I don't understand, you know, inner city schools have this shit under control. Because they they had a problems lot of with inner city schools do they a had, lot of them do yeah they do they they had a lot of problems in, in you know in Cleveland in Detroit in Chicago you know you know in, in New York uh, you know they they had problems so what did they do they were like all right let's hey maybe they have an armed guard maybe they have a couple security guards whatever but you know there is a process just like when you go to court. What it, last time I went to to jury duty, I had to empty the contents of my pockets, put it in a tray. It got X-rayed. I walked through a metal detector, and there it was. And you know what? That's a one-time fee for the most part for any school. And you have a few people who monitor it. And a lot of people can go through it once. It's not like, you know, uh, slowing things down. I just don't understand how that isn't something that that we're talking about right now i'm all on board for that make it as safe as going into a courthouse why not i'm i'm just not in the place where i'm gonna blame one not at all one security officer for preventing all of those deaths i'm just that's not where i'm at I'm no not. well and again, we don't have we don't have all the answers. I mean, it's nonsense. First of all, there's no there's no guarantee that if he went in there, he would have he would have been died. nothing but shot in his in the face as soon as he opened the door. You don't know, like you said, Ken, where he was in relation to where the shooter was. There was a huge camp. There was a there was an arm there was an armed guard at this Columbine really for Christ's sake. Columbine had an armed guard there. Yes, and he didn't stop it. The NRA is this looking to blame anybody but the, the free flow of guns. The NRA is looking to blame anything and everybody other than the free flow of guns in their hand in it. Well, they don't yeah. look at this as a tragedy. They look at it as an opportunity, an opportunity to sell more guns to teachers. Hey, let's give teachers well, guns. Yeah, I mean, the gun, guns, guns, gun sales have been slumping. Uh, uh, since Trump came into office, because obviously Obama, you know, left, and they're like, "Whoo, we dodged that. We dodged that. He didn't come and take all our guns." It was all lies, perpetuated by the NRA, that has made our country more dangerous. Bob, the, the, Bob we talked about this. Bob, can, Bob, you get the last word before we get a break on this. Well, yeah, we did talk about this. That you know, the when I went to school, that there were n numerous doors, and this was a long time ago, way before any kind of this sort of thing was was ever even considered. Yeah. I mean, our biggest thing was was bomb threats, which people called in when they didn't want to take a test. <laughs> I know, um, the same thing happened <laughs> at our school. <laughs> or if they, uh, or yeah, if a kid got most, expelled, most if doors. a kid got expelled, he would call in a bomb threat too. But go ahead. But most of the doors around the perimeter of the school, you know, they would open from the inside and you could go out. But then when they closed, they were you couldn't open them back up. You'd have to go around. Yep. There's like maybe two two doors that were open that you could actually go in. The one's yes. right there by the principal's office, mm -hmm. you know, who was right there at the end, whose office is right there at the uh, entrance of the school. And then there was, I think, one that went out maybe to the smoking area, you know, which is also the way out to where the, the athletic fields are and that sort of thing. Yeah. And... Um, <clears throat> 
So if if I mean if you can't secure a school like that, you the school's not you you can't secure the school. Period. Yeah. In so, Dora, I mean that. Yeah. For the, the I mean the first thing you do is you limit access to to one or two points, and then you secure those one or two points, and it does, you don't need teachers with guns. You just need to make sure that somebody can't get into those access points. Yeah, and you know, I mean, Ooh. hey, crazy talk. Uh, I don't know. Maybe put cameras on all the doors and have, um, you know, the monitors in the principal's office and also in the receptionist area or something like that. The cameras and monitors are not expensive anymore. You can monitor them on a on a computer now. It, they're they're super cheap. I don't know. Maybe spend a little bit less on some extracurricular activity, like you know, maybe I don't know skip a prom one year or maybe don't buy those new football uniforms that one year something like that i don't know you know just make a little sacrifice here and there so you don't have to make the ultimate sacrifice down the road and you know and and seriously real answers real answers real solutions and but but full uh, full WMD ban. Fuck calling them assault rifles. Fuck calling them military grade. Full WMD ban. You want a pistol? You want a sidearm? You want something like that? You want a shotgun? Yeah, perfect. But all that other shit, anything else that's high capacity, uh, and I'm talking over six shots. I'm talking over six shots. Six is where it ends. Yeah, if you if you can't defend your house, I mean, if you if you fire six bullets at a, somebody breaking into your house and they 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 keep coming, um, you know, you're either you're a terrible shot or you, <laughs> it's hmm. it's your your time's up. Yeah. So <laughs> I mean, uh, seriously. Yeah, I I'm with you. Full weapons of mass destruction ban. Period. Oh, I think uh, uh, M- Michelle is saying, oh, God, uh, Kenny Pick, we need to make this a special. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do the Indie Media Weekly Practical Solutions special. But the I, first I like the, fir- the first solution uh, uh, that I have right off the bat is outlaw anything that is over six shots. I don't I care like what that. I don't, I, like I, don't that even, a lot. I don't even fucking care mm-hmm. what caliber it is. It doesn't matter. You know, because you can kill somebody with a twenty-two. You can kill somebody with a, um, um, what's the dirty hairy gun, Colt forty-five or whatever. Um, I'd like weapons. to pull it. Oh wait, Colt forty-five. He's an officer. Oh, the Dolt, Magnum. Yeah. The, Magnum. Yeah, yeah. three fifty-seven Magnum. Whatever. Yeah, you can kill anybody with any gun, um, but uh, don't make it so fucking easy to go on these slaughters. Uh, so anyway, um, let's find a nice song for the nice people right now. Uh, and go to break and when we come back i might play a couple little manafort clips but uh i don't know um we we got three mad libs loaded for bear and boy there's some (laughs) there's some uh very uh um uh, the the titles of these things are very appropriate for uh tonight's program um not not gun violence or anything like that um but uh, one of them has uh, to do with a sport that somebody here on the program likes and participates in Oh. Big hint. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, uh, might not think I was paying attention. But, uh, Bobber, uh, <laughs> would you like to hear uh, one of your songs? Uh, uh, we already played The Heart. Um, 
and try to think what would be let's let's keep it let's let's keep it short and just play she won't let go because it's a fun song that works it's a good song for everybody so those are my uh um uh, my two go-to songs when i when i need to keep it short so anyway uh let's go ahead and uh run to the break we'll be right back with uh the final segment and mad libs right here on this weekend edition of turn up the night with kenny pick and hey don't forget to stick around for episode five of resistor sisters after this too we'll be right back you're listening to turn up the night with kenny pick it gave the americans more motivation to see what we can do with our country IndieMediaWeekly.com Worldwide Okay Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. 
visit them at jeffersonhour.com. Yeehaw! Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Come on down to Southern Progressive Revival to hear the best and worst of Southern politics once again. We've got all brand new episodes for the low, low price of 100% free and tons of extras, including guests, rants, and flustered hosts and co-hosts. Think your credit ain't good enough? We don't care. Think you don't have nothing to hear since you ain't from the South? Well, that ain't right. You reckon that Yankee pick feller's got more class than us? Well, that might be true. But let's do this. Come listen to Southern Progressive Revival live every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio, All the Power Without the Tower. Come now and we'll throw in a free pine tree air freshener. Wow. You are listening to Indie Media Weekly. I am Michelle Lagan, co-host and Dungeon Master of Mike Check Radio. And I am Miles Lagan, co-host and Galaxy Master of Mike Check Radio. You know, a Galaxy Master is just a glorified Dungeon Master, except for you played the laser swords. They're called lightsabers? Anyways, tune in every Saturday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern to hear host Adam Hebert and us discuss politics and nerd stuff. Indie Media Weekly. All the power without the tower. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Lake Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. (laughs) Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Scranton. Thank you, Washington, D.C. Squared. Or twice, whatever. Uh, that's not really squared. I don't know. I don't. I don't get advanced math shit. Doesn't make sense. You are uh, square, man. Okay. Yeah, one, one squared <laughs> is one. So. Hmm. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> well, there's two people. Two people in in DC. So. Uh, but anyway, welcome back to the program. You know, and, and I, I'm taking this uh, this suggestion to heart by Michelle about doing a special on practical solutions. Why not? Why don't we just dedicate next tuesday on turn out the night to talking about this leave the phone lines open all night and then what we'll do at the end of the show uh we'll get a volunteer who drafts up some notes because i won't have time somebody draft up some notes and we'll send it to our state representatives that that i i like it Hmm. so when you you say state representatives do you mean like state house state senate uh, or Congress people, senators, all of them, all of them, are, are local, state, you know, uh, you know, the the state house, the uh, our, our senators, our, our um, uh, what do you call them? Um, the other, the ones that aren't senators. Uh, <laughs> why am I drawing a, no. a con- congressman? Congressman. The you reason know, why I bring it up is because mayors. I really do believe, and I I mentioned this, and you guys will hear it later on, on Resistor Sisters, that it's not enough just to contact our our you know our Congress people and our senators that represent us in the federal government. Mm-hmm. We have to start contacting our delegates and our state senators. Oh yeah. That's, that's local. I'm saying, you know, whoever represents us from the micro to the macro, yes. uh, you know, so it's, it, you know, and if we all do that, 
we're scattered across different states. Maybe somebody will see one of the ideas that we come up with. I mean, I even had an idea on the break where, you know, I was talking about cameras and, you know, monitors where you can watch these things. Uh, was anybody ever a hall monitor in middle school or high school? No. I, no, was. I was arrested I, by one, but I, I was never one. Well, why not? <laughs> I, was, why, I, was an why R, not I was an RA in college. Well, well, I'm saying, well, take take it to that level. Is that you know, you, you know, a hall monitor basically for one period of of you know classes that they they were a goody they were goody two shoes brown nose or whatever they got into the the hall monitor thing. Um, I only did it a couple of times, but you know, but basically you have a, a campus monitor who sits in front of a computer yeah. and sees all of the camera feeds, and you know maybe have two maybe have two people and then you know have. Uh, you know, uh, somebody check in on him, you know, and get maybe have a designated phone line that they that they have a list of numbers. You know, I, I'm saying this because where I work, we have cameras you know, you, and monitors, have- and we watch this, and we have a, a a designated ground line that we can call anybody. You know, but I mean, I mean, this there's so many simple solutions to securing things even if you know and i'm not giving up because i want to see everything banned except for you know uh shotguns sidearms you know when i say sidearm i don't even know if i'm using the right term but a six shooter you want it you want a gun you get six bullets you get a shotgun whatever uh but anything other than that no wmds on our streets no more yeah and and i when you say you know when you said you know goody two shoes the hall monitors they weren't goody two shoes. They were the kids who were out there trying to make sure that all of their fellow students were safe. And at the time, and I know exactly what you're talking about, Ken, when mm-hmm. we used to mock them as goody two shoes. Oh, they were yeah. the kids who were just trying to make us safe. Well, they weren't I, goody two shoes. They it, were actually it, braver than we wanted to no, admit that they were. When I say goody nah, two they shoes, were snitched. when I say goody two shoes, <laughs> what I mean is they were the kids that could be trusted to do the job. Is that they were, the, yeah. you know, you know? So I don't mean it as derogatory. I mean you're not going to put, you know, the dope smoking head as the hall monitor. You know, you're going to put the kid. <laughs> you're going to get the kid who finished the math test 20 minutes early before everybody else. You know, and got an A plus. So, um, you know that that that's what I mean by you know, uh, you know, and and, and you know, again, student leadership is an important thing. It, 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 especially here after we've heard from all these kids from Parkland, you know, yeah. I mean, the, the you know, a lot of people are like, uh, we'll, we'll say, oh, well, the, you know, sir, they'll just put on screen, you know, Parkland survivor. No, they need to put student leaders uh, in front of, you know, these kids names because student leadership is really driving this movement from Parkland. Yeah. And they're inspiring their peers to step up and do the same, and I and it really it really makes this old man very happy, uh, you know, to see that happen. That these kids are all coming around, um, you know, and I, and I, I I it makes me sad that my generation wasn't more vocal about this. That it took so many tragedies with younger generations. Our generation didn't have this amount of school 
No, it, we, we didn't. We didn't. But we did, we've always we've always been vocal. That's what's going on now. We've always been vocal, but unfortunately, it took this for the rest of everybody to listen to what we've been saying, and these younger, you know, kids uh, to, you know, really drive it home, you know. So, but um. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, before before we uh, start wrapping up the show, I, j- I guess I just want to play one one clip about this whole Manafort thing before we wrap up because I, I got a, a fair amount of audio that I didn't we didn't get to cover tonight. Um, and um, the the Manafort stuff. There's always just, next Friday. There always is next Friday, and the, it, yeah, but you know, just we'll we'll give a little teaser, a little taste, a little taste uh, of uh, what what I'm talking about here. And of course, uh, this all broke last night. We kind of talked about it a little bit, um, and um, yeah, let's see. Uh, I got an ABC News clip here that kind of sums up what happened last night. Major new development in the Russia investigation: Special Counsel Robert Mueller filing new charges against two former Trump campaign officials, Paul Manafort and Rick Gates. And the major question still unanswered tonight: Is Rick Gates considering entering a plea? and cooperating with Mueller. Here's Uh, ABC's Chief Justice Correspondent, Pierre Thomas, tonight. (laughs) Former Trump campaign chairman Paul Manafort and his deputy, Rick Gates, tonight facing new charges as the special counsel turns up the heat in his investigation. A new 32-count superseding indictment just filed tonight, adding new charges of tax evasion and bank fraud to the previous charge of money laundering brought last October. Manafort and Gates accused of funneling $75 million into offshore accounts, then hiding $30 million of it from the Treasury Department. Oh, my. Much of the money allegedly coming from Ukrainian politicians with close ties to the Kremlin. Prosecutors Mm. say that Manafort and Gates laundered millions and failed to pay taxes in order to live lavish lives, including spending more than half a million dollars at a clothing store in Beverly Hills (laughs) and more than $200,000 on four Range Rovers. And they claimed that some of the fraud took place while the two were part of the Trump campaign. The new charges come at a highly decisive moment in the investigation as questions mount about whether Gates will enter a plea deal and flip to cooperate well, with investigators. Here's Pierre the Thomas with us tonight live from Washington. <laughs> and Pierre, both Manafort and Gates have pleaded not guilty, but you have reported here that Gates has been involved in talks about a possible plea deal and possible cooperation. With a little Mueller. bit. David, until now, those talks have been inconclusive. But make no mistake, tonight Gates is under incredible pressure. Even before these new charges, he was facing up to 20 years in prison. And David, he has a very young family. He does have a very young family, but it's okay. There's lots of single men out there who will be willing to take care of your children and your wife after you're locked up. Well, especially with oh, all the, uh, the money they got. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, so, and of course a lot, a lot has changed since last night and, uh, I'm sorry I didn't mention it, but that, that clip was, um, David Muir and Pierre Thomas on, uh, ABC news. Um, but so today he officially finally flipped yeah, or it, pled guilty because this you, has been like groundhog day with David I know. or Rick Gates or whatever for the past five days. When did you, did you guys hear Manafort's statement? Uh, about him flipping yes i did oh i just read it on uh they just read it on uh uh, rachel maddow oh so funny funny. he's like i I don't know why he's deciding to do this now doesn't make any sense to me 
But I guess, you know, <laughs> I guess it's I'm never gonna see the light of day again. I guess I'm fucked. Unless uh, Trump pardons all these freaks, if he's able to by the end of this. Well, the, the the beautiful part of that is is that most of these carry also state indictments. Oh, good. And he can't he pardon those. Yeah. Very and nice. And he can't pardon those. Very nice. So, all right, I, guys. I, is it yeah, me, or go am on. I the only one who feels like every time these guys come in to meet Mueller, he's like, well, you don't have to plead guilty, but Schneiderman, he's got everything, too. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. I love it, too, because, you know, it's like, you know, how do you accidentally lie to the the FBI? How do you accidentally, <laughs> you know, uh, 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 launder $30 million? <laughs> you know. Yes. Well, oh, a, I accidentally a... dropped $30 million oh, into my washing machine. Uh, sure. Oh, that was... I uh, took it to the dry cleaner, and I asked if they could get the wrinkles out, and one thing led to it's another, like the... and here we are. Okay, whatever. It was a goof on my part. Totally <laughs> now mix. Now what? Just a little mix them up. <laughs> so <laughs> these guys are fucked. Uh, so yeah, hey, man, of, hey, Bob, Trojan Rabbit said, man, of laundered $20 out of your pants. <laughs> Bobber. Bob. Oh Follow- crap. All this time I've had my, <laughs> the mute on. Oh, <laughs> well, <laughs> makes sense. <laughs> Leave that thing um, off until break. That, do you remember that time? Yeah, when we, uh, we took it, took it. Yeah, we took it straight to our offshore bank account. <laughs> invested, it to, invested in real estate in uh, in Russia. I heard you invested <laughs> in Kinder Eggs, which are totally illegal in the United States. You filthy traitors. So, <laughs> or maybe he invested in nesting dolls. Oh, or oh yeah, nesting mm-hmm. Russian nesting. Doll. Wow, th- things really got deep here on Turn Up. Yeah, I the fifth. Bob, you plead the fifth, plead the fifth. I'll drink or the maybe, fifth. Maybe, Bobber, you invested in Kinder... Uh, uh, what was I going to say? Uh, the uh, uh, I, I lost my turn. Kinder know. kindling? So I don't ahead. know. Burn children at the stake? No. Uh, <laughs> well, I was going to say a Kinder, Kinder Fabergé egg. Oh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> All right, yes, we got you, we got a you, you crack, crack it, it full, open. There's a diamond ring inside. There there's go. a diamond ring. All right, but full you have stop. To put together because it's a Kinder. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, there's the there diamond you go. There and the ring, and you gotta put it on full circle. You full put it in the setting. Full full circle. Full sticker. Full circle. Full stop. Madly. I was mad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore. This is madness. Don't get mad. Get mad. Live. <laughs> Oh, God bless Matt Libs. All right, here we go, everybody. I'm going to go alphabetical tonight. Uh, Bobber, I need the name of a conservative male. Conservative male. Hmm. I'm going to go with Reince Priebus. Uh, Reince. (laughs) All right. Uh, R-N-C-P-R-B-S. Uh, (laughs) Rent uh, and uh wow that one's done <laughs> so, <laughs> so i got a lot from the chat room um uh, joe a nationality uh symbionese 
Symbionese? <laughs> they had yeah, Liberation you, Army. From, yeah, it was a Liberation yeah. Army. <laughs> okay. All uh, right. Yeah. I, I got that down. Uh, Rain. So bad. I want that question so bad. Rain, uh, a celebrity. I'll put no limitations. You can say uh, a right winger if you want, but a celebrity. Celebrity. celebrities. <laughs> um. Okay, a conservative. <laughs> Oprah. Let's just go with Oprah. Oprah. Okay. There it is. There we stuff are. On so nationality, and I want to uh, say Wakanda. Bobber type of material. Type of material mean like comedic? comedy. We could put comedy. That would be work. Uh, how about chiffon? Uh, is that a C H C H I F F O N chiffon? It is. Uh, ba- or Joe, a type of food. Rancid. <laughs> well, I-, I didn't ask for Kentucky <laughs> uh, Fried I know, Chicken. Yeah, I know. Okay, okay. Uh, apple. Apple. All right. Uh, that goes back to Rain's joke about Bill Gates. So, <laughs> and uh, Rain, a verb. Um, a verb, an action, an action, an action. Um, puke. Puking. Oh, I like that. Okay. <laughs> and, uh, let me see. Oh, okay, Bobber, back to you. Type of fancy food. A fancy. I won't make you stick fancy. to fancy food if you don't want to. I don't care. You can make it like. No, no, what? no. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, fancy food. Um,. Russian caviar. Okay. Uh, Beluga. Russian Russian caviar. You got it. Uh, And Joe, a number. A number. uh, 1066. 1066. There we go. Um, All right. Here we go. Last few here. Um, rain, an adjective? I hate adjectives so much. Do you want to pass? Do you want to pass? <laughs> I hate words. I hate big words. Um, an adjective describes a verb. It, it describes just, uh, a noun. A noun. So, like, bigly. God, I, I know. I'm, I am <laughs> unashamed to say I'm dumb about this. No, it's okay. It's, uh, no. No. Noun, um, you know, fat, ugly, stupid, uh, blue. Don't say blue though. I never put blue. If if you give me blue as an adjective, I I never, I never use. I never use blue as an adjective. I hate. I don't like using colors as adjective unless it's an awesome color like puce. Ridiculous. See, this is good. Uh, all right. Uh, let's see. Uh, Joe, an adverb. Uh, crisply. <laughs> all right. Very good. Bobber, part of the body. Um. Well, let's see. Do I go with ball? Do I go with taint? How about pancreas? Oh, pancreas. Oh. Very nice. 
don't say There's pancreas in this house. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Joe, part of the body, plural. Part of the body, plural. It's not pancreatitis, right? <laughs> Uh, Pancreai. <laughs> oh, yeah, how about this? Coxicas. 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 I have no idea how to spell it, so it's going to. Coxicas. It's your tailbone, right? Sounds like the name of an alien on a science fiction show. Coxicas. Whatever. I am Coxicas. Your grandma's not coming home tonight. She broke her coxicas. Coxicas. Napoleon Dynamite. She uh, is forever. Napoleon Dynamite's grandma broke her coxes. Um, <laughs> yes, she did. <laughs> all right. Uh, uh, rain. Sorry. Adjective. No, 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 no. Here, rain. Part of the body. We'll give you part of the body. Oh, toenail. You always say toenail. Okay. Uh, all right. I'll go with something else. Um, yeah. Part you of say toenail, toenail, and earlobe all the time. What, what was it again? I don't know if I ever said earlobe, but let's go with follicle. Follicle. I like that. Follicle. Oh. Or no. Right. Or are ari- um, areola. Do you want follicle or areola or follicle? Let's go with areola. Areola follicle. So uh, <laughs> areola. Or we can go with follicle on the areola. Okay, areola follicle. Um, we're back to where we started. Bobber, adjective, please. Adjective, wet. Joe, also an adjective, sir. Um, warmly. Well, just warm, I think, would be the... Um, yeah. Okay. Warm. Warm. Rain, are you warmly, feeling it? Yeah. Are you re- are you feeling it? Can you do an adjective, or do you want do you want to pass? No, I want to pass. All right, Bobber, you got another adjective? Um, slimy. Slimy. Ooh. There it is. All right, we're done. We're done. We gotta we gotta blow through these real quick. Um. The first one I thought was wildly appropriate for the program tonight. Political speech is the title of this. Uh, this one was largely filled out by our chatters. Ladies and gentlemen, on this garlicky occasion, it is a privilege to address such a ticklish looking group of face plants. I can tell by your uh, from your smiling varmints that you will support my shitty program in the incoming election. Uh, um, in the coming election, I'm sorry. Or in the incoming election. Uh, I promise <laughs> I promise that if elected, there will be a glazer in every marmot and two penises in every garage. Don't say penis in this house! Yeah. So That's not a bad thing. Every garage. <laughs> Uh, a glazer in every to. marmot. It's a chicken in every pot in a car in, in two cars in every garage. So, Just but now it's that is yeah. a woman. Two yeah, in every garage. Two penis Not in a bad every garage. Thing. Yeah, sure, sure. Uh, I want to warn you against my deplorable opponent, Mister Reince Priebus. The man is nothing but an unstable bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> well, nailed that one. He has he has a literary character and is working 
and is working vulva in glove with the criminal element. <laughs> oh, I thought that close. was Trump. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can, Oh my god, that is. Oh, seriously. Vulva in glove. Pussy grabber. That's kind of... Oh, that's, oh. If elected, if elected, I promise to eliminate vice. I will keep puppets off the city streets. I will keep <laughs> crooks from dipping, from dipping their dipshits in public. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I I will I will keep crooks from dipping their dipshits in the public till. <laughs> I promise you. Questionable government, unpatriotic taxes, and stinky schools. <laughs> so, <laughs> stinky That's probably schools. true. Stinky schools. Yeah. No, All right. Schools, All right. not schools. Schools, well, well, not well, stinky well, schools. It's Trump, so, you know. Well, it's right. Hey, it's never schools, right. not schools? No, sharks. Stinky schools. Charts. So, so, I don't know. Seriously, was right. it schools? It was schools, yes. Okay, I'm sorry. All right, I didn't so mishear you. That's all right. Um, here's the next one. Uh, confessions of a pizza eater. The pizza was invented by a famous Symbionese chef named Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> to make a pizza, you take a lump of chiffon and make a thin, round copper pancake. Then you cover and it you with. Get a pancake, and you get a pancake, <laughs> and you then get a pancake. Everybody gets a pancake. That's true. And uh, then you cover it with tomato blood, Parmesan butt Ooh. plugs, and pieces of <laughs> and and pieces of <laughs> apple. Don't put apple on your pizza. I'll take pineapple over apple any day. Don't put apple on there. I'll you're, you're, okay with the, show you're okay with the Parmesan Par butt I'm okay plugs. with Parmesan butt plugs, but, but apple? No, some but the apple that. bothers you. This is telling. Your pear gruyere pizza is ready, sir. <laughs> oh, fuck that. We, we ran out of butt plugs. We're sorry. <laughs> Next, we have no you, butt plugs. Next, you bake it in a very hot powder. Then you puke it and slice it into wedges. Some people like furry pizzas best. My favorite is the crushed pizza. My mother says that pizza is just junk food, but I, th I, I think it's better than Russian caviar. If I could, I would eat pizza 1,066 times a day. <laughs> All right, here's one. That this pizza is, sounds like it's from Massachusetts. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Because it's fuzzy? Furry. Yeah. Oh, there's many reasons. There we go. All right, here. this is the one uh, that I was teasing about earlier. Uh, Joe, it's a tennis mad lib. It's called, oh, no. it's called How to Serve a Tennis Ball or Even Lunch. So, really? here are some ridiculous suggestions to help improve your tennis snowboard. As you bounce your pika, imagine where you uh, want it to land. Keep this image crisply in your pancreas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
by bending your coccyxes, you're able to pu- <laughs> you're able to push off the French tickler and put more of your algae into your wet serve. Oh, jeez! Sounds like your game's gonna get so much better after this, Joe. I don't think. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sounds like I'll never play again. Uh, remember. If you have uh, relaxed and warm muscles, you can let your um, areola follicle snap like a belt and serve a, <laughs> and serve a checkbook. All right. I, I, I gotta tell you something about the areola muscles. The areola follicle. Well, well, they have muscles too. Sure. We'll talk later, Joe. All right. And uh, I'm Joe, afraid, no. Joe, la- last part, last part of this uh, helpful tennis advice. If you follow this slimy advice, in no time you can be a Wimbledon rotted corpse. <laughs> You're right about that. <laughs> if I followed that advice, that's exactly what I'd be. I was so happy. I flipped open the 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 big fat Mad Libs book, and there was the political speech, and then the pizza one, and then the the tennis one, and I was like. Perfect for tonight. There we go. Oh yeah. So you hit, <laughs> hit. Oh, I hit. Painting for gold, and I came up lucky. So, all right. Let's go ahead and stop this ridiculous music. It's done. Uh, all right. Let's get into parting shots because Resistor Sisters is coming up, and they need to destroy the patriarchy one podcast at a time. So far, be it for me to impede. Bobber, what do you got for a parting shot tonight, sir? Um, I, I think that. Uh the, I, I, I am just totally done with um, all the excuses that uh, all the gun people come up with. It's mental health. It's, uh, it's this. It's that. You know, without they'll say anything except you know. Well, it's excessive firepower in the hands of people who don't need it or shouldn't have it. Yeah. Or which, which is pretty much everybody who's not you know in law enforcement or you know in the army. Mm-hmm. Or the, you know the military. Um, so I'm I'm 100 with you 100 percent, Kenny. Um, six shooter shotgun, bolt action rifle. For, yeah. You know, for deer. That's it. I'm down with that. If you can't if if you can't get your hunting done, if you can't defend your house with that, then you know we might as well say that American society is is done. The I, game uh, over. Game over, man. Game over. Agreed. Yep. So, uh, all right, Rain, uh, parting shot? My parting shot is really kind of simple. I know we didn't talk about Manafort and Gates and anything of the Trump-Russia stuff, but this came across my Twitter feed earlier today, and I want to say this simply. October 5th, Papadopoulos pled guilty. October 30th, we got the first Manafort and Gates charges. <clears throat> December 1st, Flynn pled guilty. Mm-hmm. October, tw- uh, yeah. February 20, no, Fe- God, I'm not reading right. Um, February 16th. Anyway, boom. We got charges from <laughs> 13 Russians. I'm sorry. I just, I was trying to be all fancy and I'm not fancy. I'm not a fancy girl. It was but, pretty um, fancy. Just a couple of, last week. We got charges against 13 Russians, 13 Russian entities, and we got some strange dude named Pinedo who pled guilty. Mm. Just a couple of days ago, Vander Swan 
some dude. Lawyer. He pled guilty. We got new Manafort charges, and today Gates pled guilty. She's getting hot. It's getting hot. And yeah. when I say shit, like that shit is getting steamy and stinky. And it's a constant stream. And fortunately, um, we have we have a socialist sewer system that will handle this. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm sorry I didn't read all that out right, but <clears throat> no, it's all right. We are, I get where you're coming from. Falling, they're coming into place, and uh, I don't think Trump is going to face jail time. But I no, do I think he's going to have to resign. Uh, yeah, I, you know, I, I, I basically uh, my my prediction, and um, I won't say too much on this, but I, I basically think. All of this is basically ensuring that he's a one-term president. That, you know, yeah. everything that's going on. But I, I won't get too much. Uh, I'm not going to go into the weeds on that. But anything else on, on your parting shot, Rain? No. Nope. No, I love you all. And Wakanda forever. Wakanda forever. And Joe, hey, what's your Wakanda. parting shot, sir? A puckle gun. A puckle gun? Which is a... Oh, Puckle gun. God damn that. <laughs> yes, which is my literal parting shot. Because if you remember, if you watched this this uh, Dana Roach last yeah, night, yep, on CNN, uh, some somebody you know brought up the idea that back in when they passed the Second Amendment, it was for muskets, right? Oh uh, yeah. Even the most proficient person could fire maybe three bullets a minute with a musket if you were really good at it yeah yeah and and, 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 huh but but it was never but they said they never envisioned you know these these mass uh guns that shoot like a thousand rounds a second yeah she brought up some obscure weapon that nobody had access to a puckle gun yeah a puckle gun. Well, yeah. I say puckle on her because I here's say, the thing. Yeah. yeah, because they never made one. <laughs> well, nope. they only made they only made two. They made a prototype and some iron cast iron one yeah. that fell apart and a one out of brass and it never went into production. Well, and that's what I that's what I work. as soon as I heard her say that, I was like, okay, even if this thing did exist, Nobody mm-hmm. had it. Nobody had it. Right. You nobody know, I had one, and nobody placed an order for. Well, one guy placed an order for one. Some Duke of Montag or something. Sure, don't go <laughs> near him. Dana don't Bruce go near. Great, great, great. Oh, well, the thing didn't work. Fucking the reason, stupid. the reason that they didn't manufacture it, it was impractical. It was impractical yeah. to carry around. It was impractical to shoot, and it fell apart. Yeah, and nobody uh, bothered to further any research on it because nobody wanted one they had muskets yeah. all right well we got around yeah uh, again total to dana loesch fake news uh <laughs> all right well i'll tell you what we're gonna wrap things up right now check out all the other fine programs here i'm serious if if uh, everybody wants to uh tuesday can be uh common sense solutions um do the special we'll keep the phones open all night we won't talk about any other news stories. We just want your ideas on how to keep kids safe, how to keep all of us safe. Uh, you know, until 
we can get again nothing but you know bolt action uh six shooters and shotguns you know we we need to get to that point and uh or else this is going to keep happening but you know if we got to battle the nra with technology we'll do that too so um but that's it um check out mic check radio tomorrow southern progressive revival on sunday stick around for resistor sisters and of course don't uh forget to check out the tim cornwell show uh and everything else sorry i'm gonna blather on i don't want to uh run too long because resistor sister is coming up right now night everybody that's it over and out rock and roll god bless america time for go to bed i'm finished goodbye we now conclude broadcast activities on behalf of the management and staff we wish you a pleasant good night Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I try like hell to hide that ball spot, folks. I work harder. Stop spreading lie and false um, news.